Saturday, September 5th, 2020, you are listening to the Inquisitive Bro Podcast. Today, part one of our NFL preview, AFC edition. I'm Chris. They're the Petrovsky Bros. Let's go. Okay, so the NFL season is upon us, starting on Thursday, and today I'm joined by two proud Macedonians who are also proud Steelers fans, Ryan and Connor Petrosky. How are you guys? I'm doing okay, Chris. Uh, thank you for having us on. I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> I'm doing all right, Chris. Thanks for having us here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, like I said, today we're just doing the AFC preview. The NFC preview is coming uh, on a different date. Um, but basically, uh, what I've decided to do is create a little format uh, to kind of get your guys' uh, football juices flowing. Maybe, hopefully, some, uh, some really hot takes are coming out. And uh, we'll see what, how, you guys, uh, how you guys do. These takes are going to be very hot, Chris. You, yes. The, the viewers and listeners better be ready. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> listeners. We're not doing vlogs yet. <laughs> so. We should, because we look great right now. <laughs> yeah, I came that dressed for nines. <laughs> yeah, these guys dressed up for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> My three-piece suit is a waste. I got right? a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so basically what we're doing is we're going to be breaking this down by division. I have team-based questions, personnel-based questions, and miscellaneous division-based questions. Um, so basically what's going to happen is we're just going to start with the AFC, and we are going to start with the AFC East. Guys, the AFC East has the Pats, Bills, Jets, and Miami. According to Odd Shark, the over-under for the Pats, nine wins. Bills, also nine wins. The Jets, 7 wins. Miami, 6.5 wins. It's pretty high for the Bills. But starting with team-based questions, guys, in your opinion, most likely to surpass expectations? I think the Patriots. Yeah, 100%. I think they're going to cruise through the division. I think they're going to get at least 10 wins. Bill Belichick is still Bill Belichick. He's got Cam Newton, who is not what he used to be five years ago, but he's still a talented guy. He's got a great arm. He'll learn the system. He's a hardworking dude. Um, their defense is still the best defense. Can I ask you a question? Does sure. Cam Newton still have a good arm? Because last time I checked, he had like a couple surgeries well, on it, and I thought it basically fell off. Well, no, no. Cam Newton still has a powerful arm. There's nothing about his like arm in question. The thing about his arm is his accuracy, and the accuracy was going to be not so much of an issue when you're throwing five-yard slants, which they've been doing for the past 20 years. Exactly. Tom Brady can do that. Anyone can do that. Right, so his <laughs> arm isn't... It doesn't have the power that he had in 2015. Granted. Doesn't need to. It doesn't need to, exactly. Anyone can succeed in this Patriot system. Jimmy Garoppolo succeeded. Jacoby Brissett succeeded in the system. These guys don't have cannon arms. Well, Jaco- Jacoby has a Jacoby does, but he doesn't need... <laughs> what I'm saying is... Yeah, no and one, and he wasn't using his cannon arm. You know who else succeeded in the system? Matt Brian Cass- Hoyer. Matt Castle. Oh, Mac- yeah, Matt, Castle. Matt Castle. Everybody succeeds in the system. It's, it's just the system. It works. Do you think you guys can succeed in the system? I think I could succeed. I think I could lead the Patriots to a 10-6 and six record this year. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, like, aside from that, I th- the only, like, based off your question, I think just the Bills are going to not surpass the, the nine wins. The Bills that's, are my That's, it, for that's the biggest issue there. Yeah. I think everyone's a little bit too high on the Josh Allen train. I think the guy hasn't done nearly enough to show that he's actually like a viable quarterback he had he's an okay season he had an okay season he's, but yeah, no, he's can great. he repeat it I don't think so it's not even, it's not even about being, not even about, he's just not a, like a, a, an actual like winner quarterback he's just a body you, which exactly. is fine you add Stefan Diggs to that offense 
you would think, oh, Josh Allen's going to be able to utilize him. But I don't think he will. He's going to need to still make throws. He's, he's still, still going to overthrow the guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, so Josh Allen just, I mean, uh, sorry, not Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs just adds another great option that Josh Allen can overthrow consistently. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. You want to get the ball in Stefan Diggs' hands, you better hope it's a fucking five-yard screen or a slant or something. Yeah. They, they got to start playing the Patriots way. That's why like they're being, being beaten consistently the past like 20 years in that division because it's still almost impossible well, to stop Josh Allen's going to run for like 1,000 yards this year. So you guys kind of jumped the lead on my second question. My <laughs> second team-based question is most likely to disappoint within the division. Hold on. So, what was the Jets? The, the Jets, Jets um, according to Odd Shark, their over-under is seven wins. Yeah, they're not going to hit that. That's true, but I don't think like... I, I mean, when you're talking about most likely to disappoint, that. we're talking about also you can have your own internal considerations. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. over-under is just based on like what betters are saying. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people think the Jets are that good. Exactly. The Bills made the playoffs last year. Yeah. They have legitimate aspirations. I think they will disappoint this year. Yeah, 100%. I think so, too. I think does, that mean that, does that mean that you believe that they're missing the playoffs despite the extra playoff team that is coming in? They're, they're going to miss the playoffs. They're going to go. I would say the Bills go 8-8 eight eight this year. That's my, that's my projection for them. Okay. So, next team-based question I have is the Aaron Rodgers Memorial Hail Mary Award. Basically, it's the saving grace for an otherwise not-so-great team, potentially. To give you an idea, what I have is Bill Belichick. How is that a Hail Mary? He's Bill Belichick. He's their saving grace. Okay, so who's going to carry their team? Okay, what I think is a Hail Mary is... You guys are reading way too into this. Like, two Tua's a Hail Mary if he comes back. You don't, you don't expect much from him. You don't expect Hail Mary is something you put up with no expect, expectations yeah. at all. Hopefully it's you good. Pray to God. Hail yeah. Mary, this works. So Tua would be a Hail Mary. Hey, Tua's a Hail Mary. Because you're praying it got to work. No, so but exactly. you don't understand. Aaron Rodgers' Hail Marys work every time. This is something that... <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fair. Okay, that's fair. All right. This okay. is something yeah. that is like a tried and true right, thing so this, that yeah. when all so else I, fails, they have this to lean on. I'm saying the Pats, they have Bill Belichick. He can lead them to 10 wins. With or without Tom Brady, he's actually proven that he can still do double-digit wins without Tom Brady. They missed the playoffs when they won 10 wins with Matt Castle, but that's a different story. Okay, to piggyback off what you're saying, if it's a tried-and-true thing, something you can rely upon, like an Aaron Rodgers 60-yard Hail Mary, I'm going to say it's the (laughs) Patriots' defense. That's what's going to carry the Pats to the the division title. They are still the defense that they had last year. Sure, they have a couple guys opting out due to COVID, Patrick Chung and a couple other dudes, but they're still... Going to be a top five defense in the league, if you ask me. Cam Newton's not going to have to do everything to win games. They're going to win games 16-14. They're going to win games 21-10. Are you they sure do- they're going to be a top five defense next year? You know, have you, have you, you checked how many people are to COVID with, on the Patriots? A lot of people went out with COVID. Yeah, a lot of them did. A lot, and a many, lot of linebackers. That's a big have, issue. Yeah, sure. So but that's my point. Like, their well, secondary was there. Well, not only did the, the linebackers go out from COVID, they also just lost them literally to free agency. I mean, yeah. they lost Jamie Collins, Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, I mean, those, those are the like, fucking really main big. guys. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, High, Hightower's COVID. So there are three main linebackers gone. And Patrick Strong's gone. Mm-hmm. Man, their defense is hit. Their the defense is hit. But then again, with that being said, pay, like when we talk about the Patriots, they don't care about their Bill star Belichick guys. Bill Belichick is a defensive guy. Yeah, who was Van Noy? Who until, are these guys? Yeah, without Bill Belichick well, anyway. Exactly. The next man up. Mm-hmm. The next man up replacing Kyle Van Noy is going to be every bit as good as Kyle Van Noy, if you ask me. Same thing with Jamie Collins. Then maybe not Jamie. Maybe not Collins. Jamie, Jamie Collins. Collins was J- Jamie Collins and Dante Hightower are like they're talent locker room players. talents and too. Yeah. Like they're they're good. But a guy like Patrick Chung you can replace. A guy like Kyle Van Noy you can replace. Most of them are replaceable, honestly. That's and, I think that's a uh, Bill Belichick's mantra throughout his life. Yeah. Most of them Tom are replaceable. Tom Brady, six-time yeah. Super Bowl winner, replace him. 
I don't even think he stops at like football team. I think he talks about his personal life too. I mean, yeah, yeah. Not so this enough. wife's not doing it. Replaced. <laughs> Next woman up. <laughs> Cut her salary. <laughs> Connor. So I had Bill Belichick. Uh, Ryan had Pat's defense. Uh, do you want to have a unique answer? You just well, you, got, you guys just stole the good teams. Like you can have the first one for next for my next award. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no other really good team I, w- I want to like support in the AFC East. Like the Jets suck. Nothing I'll, on the Bills is a saving grace. I mean, you could have said Bills okay, defense. The Bills, for the Bills defense is good, but I, I want to say it's like their saving grace. It's their whole team. That's like what they're based around. They they have a, a, a game manager in Josh Allen. He's not exactly winning games on his arm. Their team is based off their defense, so that's not really a saving grace. Their saving grace would be Josh Allen turning into a good quarterback. Like, arm, yeah, but arm that's not an Aaron Rodgers saving grace. That's like a real Hail Mary. No, we were just talking shit about him, but I think Josh Allen could be like an actual like positive for Buffalo. Well, he's very physically talented. Like, he can run the ball. He's not going to get injured. People underestimate his ability to run the ball. No, I don't, think, a, I don't think they do anymore. I think people realize this guy's a goddamn body. He's a Cam Newton body. Yeah, he's just like Cam Newton when Cam Newton was young. Yeah. He wants to get five yards on the ground, he will get them. Yeah, he's a big boy. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, I think the people, like, are just underestimating his arm at some point. They're going to have to, like, start backing up. We're going to switch to the next one. Okay. Uh, next team-based award. Or a uh, question, I should say. The uh, Todd Gurley Arthritic Knee Award, a.k.a. Achilles Heel of uh, Otherwise Good Team. You guys were talking about Josh Allen. I had Josh Allen <laughs> slash the Bills QB situation. Yeah. Um, the Bills are a really good all-around team. I question whether Josh Allen is a good enough QB to lead them to the playoffs two years in a row. Um, I question his arm. Uh, there's a, I don't know if you guys knew this, but there's a stat on Football Reference it's called a uh, passer completion plus. It's an index. Basically, it uh, takes into account all your passes where 100 is average and every one or up or below is a percentage point above or below average. Josh Allen was 80, i.e. he was 20% below your average QB in uh, accuracy. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, of course. It yeah, doesn't an, surprise me at all. He's not an accurate guy. He's got a cannon of an arm. And he's pretty good on the ground, but he's not an accurate quarterback. Uh, but, then again, but then again, that, that comes back to the Cam Newton comparison. That's exactly what Cam Newton was until he had an MVP season. All of a sudden, he became an accurate quarterback for one year and then and forgot again. MVP. And he forgot again. But at the same time, like, Josh Allen, I think, has that capacity of like, getting up to that. Like, you can't teach power, but you can teach accuracy. And as long as do, all you got to do is just throw those slants and play smart football. And, and Carolina did that for a year, went to the Super Bowl. But does Josh Allen play smart football? I think it's easy to say play smart football. He only played two years. Connor. But he's not exactly known for his intelligence on the field. Let me just say this. Like, Connor, that take right there where you can't teach power, but you can teach accuracy, you would do great in the Raiders front office. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Exactly. That's you can't I mean. teach speed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Henry Ruggs, first pick overall. Okay, so I said Josh Allen. Any uh, Achilles heels you see out of these four teams in this West I mean, in this, uh, this division. Let me clarify something. This Achilles heel is something hindering an otherwise good team, you said? Likely. I mean, There's if you want to... There's a few you, of those. In that's the true. NFC if you want to talk about, like, a bad team that also has just, like, a really like bad... Like a glaring flaw? Yeah. Okay. Other than talent. You can't be, like, the Jets' talent. Yeah, they're not good <laughs> enough. That's not... You need was, a little more specificity. Yeah. Than yeah. That. Okay. that was the genesis of that question. I think, um... I think everyone's way too high on Adam Gates in general. Adam Gase with the Jets. Yeah. That's a good pick, too. That's, yeah. Adam Gase. Bad, Jets coaching. B- yeah. Bad coaching in general. Yeah. Adam Gase is a terrible coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to move on because obviously already this Hold on. <laughs> I didn't get my pick. But go, go I want to say the, the Patriots receivers are going to be there. Right. Their downfall. I no. think they're only talented receivers in the Kill Harry. 
When the hell have they ever had good receivers? Uh, they didn't need them because Tom. You Brady. don't think you don't think Julian Julian Edelman? I think is, Julian Edelman is done. Well, he's I had about he seven to, concussions. Like Thirty-four so. years old. He'll have his his uh, retirement tour, his little uh, walk of fame, if you will, and then he's done after this year. Or not, he'll go to Tampa Bay. You're not high on Mohammed Mohammed Sanu then? With uh, <laughs> as much as I love Mohammed Sanu, I don't think he's going to be effective in the Patriots system. Whoa, Sanu's a better receiver than a lot of receivers. Sanu's he's good. very good. I'm, I'm Sanu's, a, Sanu's a better quarterback than a lot of quarterbacks. <laughs> if, if the Bills had Mohammed Sanu as their quarterback, oh, I mean, yeah, 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 100%. You're going, you're going right <laughs> to the bull. Give him a ring. <laughs> have, you seen, have you looked at Mohammed Sanu's numbers before his quarterback? He's got like a 158 point The, the, the guy's throwing the ball like seven times. He's got six touchdowns. <laughs> it's insane. Okay. So with all that said, we're going to the next question then. Just simply... Rank these teams in the uh, the AFC East in order that you think they'll finish. For me, I think it's Pats, Bills, Dolphins, Jets. I think it's Pats, Bills, Jets, Dolphins. I agree with Ryan. I think Dolphins are going to be the worst. I think Sam's a better quarterback than Tua, for sure. Tua's not going to play until, like, week 10. No. Dude, gonna... he's got hip surgery. Dude, he's fine. They said he, that he's fine. He's, he's fine. He's but starting week they're one. They're gonna be very careful with him. He's a first round pick. He's a nah, they're not gonna, They don't pick. give a shit, dude. This is not how it played anymore. This isn't fucking Aaron Rodgers. They don't need to risk his injury. But it's like it's not even about his injury. It's, it's, he's he's been good to go for like six months now, man. He's good. It's about wasting the pick. You don't sit first overall picks anymore. This isn't guys. He's not a first overall. Second overall. He's fifth. He was fifth. Fifth. Still, first first pick. <laughs> <laughs> they tanked for him, so... They did tank for him. Okay, we're going to the personnel-based questions. I have a question that I'm using for this division, but I don't have it for every division. It is the Antonio Brown Memorial Toxic Teammate Award, a.k.a. most likely to sabotage their team despite all their talents. Examples of potential uh, guys. Stefan Diggs, Josh Norman, Cam Newton. For example, does he fit in the culture? What if he's benched? Le'Veon Bell. Cam Newton's the opposite, I think. Cam Newton's going to be amazing for the culture. Yeah, I think so, dude. Cam Newton is a, he's a gamer. Yeah. The guy right. wants to win games Cam more than anything is completely switched. He's, he's focused. Yeah. He's ready. You can even tell by the way uh, like the management staff of Patriots talk about him. They are like on high on Cam Newton's. Like, okay, but yes. one thing about the Patriots is like, look, they'll say great things about you and then they'll cut you week two. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's fair too. I don't trust what they're saying, but I will say this. I agree with you guys in the sense that Cam Newton used to be a tremendous talent, and he still has a lot of potential if he gets over some of the injuries history, injury issues that he had in the past years, which is very reasonable that he could. And also, never doubt a guy who has a huge chip on his shoulder. Yeah, that's a big I mean, issue. like, that guy has, like, a big, like, fuck you he's attitude. Got, he's got that's something like, That's a huge right thing. That's a yeah. massive issue, especially in football, when it's so, like, mental game, especially the quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's a huge thing. His his record, the record of the team is tied to his legacy. Yeah, exactly. And, and he, but he has a talent. That's a difference too. I think, and he, I think he knows he has a talent. And now I think he realizes he has the the personnel to do it. Exactly. Now. No, not necessarily the personnel, but the coach. No, he's the, that's coach. That's personnel. Exactly. Well, he's got yeah, sure. He's yeah. got what he needs to do. Organization. He's got the tools that he needs to. He finally to be is good. in a system where he can be effective. They're gonna involve a little bit of RPO. They're gonna do a little bit, especially around the goal line. They already have like a. They're already a run first team. They've always been like a run first team, and yeah. they're. And they're the same. They're going to just do that a lot more. Just, they're just going to focus more and on the. You know how Tom Brady gets like 11 rushing touchdowns a year on QB sneaks? Well, yeah. That's We're going to double that's, that for Cam yeah, Newton. That, that's already in goes without saying. If Cam Newton doesn't work out as a quarterback, he can always be a fullback. Yeah, exactly. He can be a phenomenal fullback or a, an elite tight end. He already <laughs> plays fullback. <laughs> um, my answer for this was Stefan Diggs. Like, if that guy was complaining <laughs> about. Minnesota? Um, <laughs> in Minnesota, what was happening there? Then just wait till he gets a load of Josh Allen, 
And when he even gets targeted and he's getting missed by 10 yards? No, I think the issue in Minnesota is that Thielen started up playing him. And that's what got to Stefan. Thielen's a better receiver well, than Well, that's fine. I, I agree. But it's uh, close. I think he's a better all around. I think he's receiver. a better receiver for what how Kirk Cousins plays football. Yes, I think Stefan actually could be really good with Josh Allen. Stefan can stretch the field way better that's, than Thielen. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's why I say this. He's a better fit with Josh Allen than he was with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I don't know. I think Stefan just like he's he wants to be a number one guy. He doesn't want a one A or one B situation. He just wants to be one. And but John Brown is. Don't you think he is going to be the one? John Brown's not the talent. That's my point. I think he. That's why I think. He'll be fine in Buffalo in general. I don't think he's gonna have any like. Um, I don't think he's a bad guy. I, mean, I think issues. he's. I don't think yeah. he's an asshole like other receivers. I mean, I don't he's, think he's def- a prima donna. He, he's no, he's definitely a prima donna. Do you think he is? He acts. Like I think him. he's has just he's, an. He's an upset kid. He's about as prima donna as like most good receivers are. <laughs> where does he? Where would he rank in prima donna rankings if he had to well, rank like, the number wide one? Receivers? Prima donna is Odell Beckham. Number oh, two, yeah. mile. number two is probably Michael Thomas. Number one's Odell Beckham. Number two and three are Odell Beckham. Yeah, fair. And then, but then Michael Thomas is up there too. He's the worst. Um, Who else is a big one? Man, Stefan's up there. I can't even think of anybody else. I think he's just he's just an upset kid. I think deep down he's a good guy. I think in the right system he will shut his mouth. Yeah, what? When anyone's winning, they're going to shut their fucking mouth. But in general, like, is Buffalo going to be winning like that? No. He'll be getting his numbers up. That's when maybe he'll shut his mouth because of that. We'll see. Okay. We'll see about that. Okay, moving we'll on. Stephon Diggs. We'll see. <laughs> moving on. I have, a, I have a question called Start Bench Cut. It's my take on... Uh, Mary fuck kill basically, um, so start bench cut. Stefan Diggs, Julian Edelman, Devonte Parker, Ryan, you go this time. I'm gonna start Stefan Diggs, and I'm gonna cut Julian Edelman because Stefan Diggs is young and super talented. He's a great route runner. He's got excellent hands. He's got a good nose for the end zone. Whereas Julian Edelman is at the tail end of his career. I think he could have retired two years ago, and it would have benefited him in the Hall of Fame talk. I don't know about Hall of Fame talk. It's Julian Edelman. Hold on. Julian Edelman's a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying he is, but if he retired two years ago... Shut up. At, after the Super Bowl where he made a friggin' amazing Shut catch. Shut up. Julian Edelman's not a Hall of Famer, man. I don't know, man. Not in close. He's Wes Walker, but worse. He had Wes Walker, but like Wes eight Walker's less years. Wes Walker's a Hall of Famer, dude. Eight less years than Wes Walker, though. It's like Wes Walker, but like six less years on his name. Julian Edelman made a catch and won a Super Bowl. He did do that. So did David Tyree. Is he, is he a Hall of Famer? So did Mario Manningham. Maybe he should be. Mario Manningham made a great catch. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Julian Edelman, to go back to my original point, is done. He, I wouldn't have him on my team. I'm a Steelers fan. I'm a devout Steelers fan. If Julian Edelman joined the team, I would hope he didn't get any touches. What? I don't want him on the field at what all. What are you talking about? Okay. No. Why Why you say this? He's old and slow. He is His not route running that, is gone. He's not that slow. He is old. I'll give you that. He's very old. He's still a... Someone call that he's a veteran. Like, he's a veteran. He's exactly. a veteran. He's like a Ryan Switzer. He's so much better than Ryan Switzer. How dare you put that on his Is name? he now? Did you see him last year? Are you, have you ever seen Ryan Switzer? You, you yeah, Ryan Steelers, Switzer right? was a bit of a nightmare. Ryan Switzer's awful. He was a nightmare. It's trash. On special teams, it was okay. Julian Edelman's good, man. Julian like, he has hands for days. It's great hands. What? You don't lose hands with age. Exactly. Ryan Switzer doesn't have the... Why even talk about Ryan Switzer? No, let's put that aside. <laughs> Julian Edelman is a good receiver. There's no doubt about it. I think the biggest issue is only a couple years left Okay, fine. Tank. I get you. I get you. Is he better than Devontae Parker? No, I agree. I was going to say I told okay, you. Okay, well then what are you saying? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying okay. Julian Edelman's not that bad. Julian Would Edelman, you agree with me then? Start no, days. I agree with that entirely. Start, yeah, that, Connor, I have a bonus start bench cut, and I'll go to you for this one. Okay. Start bench cut. Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, definitely f- cut Fitzpatrick. The guys f- what? Start Fitzpatrick. What are you talking about? You get some magic. Yeah, maybe for one game. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
Wait, who was it again? It was Darnell Josh. Darnell Josh, Josh Allen, Allen, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. Oh, who's starting? Oh, like uh, like this. I want to essentially. This. Essentially, I'm asking who's the second best quarterback in and this the, division. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Is I'll, it Jared Stidham? <laughs> it might be Jared Stidham. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tua. It's definitely Tua. <laughs> no, it's not either of those. <laughs> um, I would honestly have to go with. I'm gonna go with start Josh Allen. Bench Sammy and cut Fitzpatrick, obviously. You Maybe. can't cut Fitzpatrick. That'll come back to bite you. That goes without saying we're going to cut Fitzpatrick. Well, Tua is the starter. In reality, I probably would still even cut Tua. Like, I'm, there's nothing Hold to, on. We're not talking about Tua. I, I know, but I want to say we're talking about the rest of the people in the division. And Tua is actually... But I asked those three... three I, specifically. I specifically I okay, asked well, those three guys because they're going to be the starters on the other fair, teams. Fair. Not named Cam Newton. Fair. So. You think Fitzpatrick's going to start? Yeah. He is. Tua's injured, dude. Matt, for how long? For as long as they feel ready until they want to start him. Well, and okay. They're going to be so bad this year, they're not going to push him early. This is the year to push him early. If they start 5-1, <laughs> and one, they're going to throw him out there. That's a stupid... If they start 5-1, and one, they're going to keep the fucking thing going. Yeah. Sure. Fitzmagic again. Whatever. If it's Fitzmagic, it's Fitzmagic. Whatever. Nah, they're going to start him by week two. If they start him by week two and he gets hurt, they're screwed forever. Okay, what well, do you mean? That's Ryan, like anybody. Ryan, then who... Switching back to you, then start bench cut... Out of those guys, what's your uh, order? I'm going to start Josh Allen. Yeah. I'm going to bench Ryan Fitzpatrick because I want Ryan Fitzpatrick on my bench. Oh the my. guy is a natural-born leader, and he's a brilliant <laughs> man. He is the perfect funny, backup quarterback. That's a funny He's a perfect backup quarterback. That's not what, that's, uh, I know it's not what the question asks, yeah, but if I hey, make it a that's team... That's a funny way to look you at can, the question. You can interpret that question however you I want. I know. Which guy do I want as a backup? Yeah. I want Fitzpatrick as my backup. It's a very good way to look at the question. I will cut Darnold if I have to. Fuck that shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going two young guys. One gets injured, sw- switch to the other Yeah, one. because you're playing Madden. If anything, Not even that. I'm playing Madden. It's incentive to try harder. Like... Sam Darnold would know that Fitzpatrick's not going to steal his job, but if Josh Allen's on his ass... But Fitzpatrick has stolen many jobs in his life. No. He steals them all the time. Whose job... He he's falls, been on seven teams and he's he started He falls with the jobs. He doesn't steal jobs, dude. He's not goddamn... He's given jobs. He's been they, given jobs. He falls ass backwards into them all the time. And he holds them. He doesn't get steal them. He's not running away with starting gigs here. No. People that steal jobs don't leave teams very often. No. Definitely not. He's a perennial backup. I don't understand what we're even talking about. That's why I'm benching him. I want him as my backup. No. He'll learn the system and he'll execute the system perfectly if just I have be, to. Just because you're a backup for a long time does not make you a good quarterback. Being okay. a starter is As better. a Steelers fan, Connor, would you not want Ryan Fitzpatrick as our backup right now instead of Mason Rudolph or Devin Hodges? Well, that's, uh, that's what I was saying. Those, those guys are also backup quarterbacks, but I'm saying like... Who's better? Sure. If, as a Steelers fan, would you want Charlie Batch as your quarterback? Absolutely. No, man. He's the best backup backups quarterback Backups are backups. Ever. There's a reason why they're backups. They know the system very well. That's what you want from a backup quarterback. Brand- not to win a game, but okay, to not well, lose a game. Yeah, that's fair. And there are the backups can do that. Like Brandon Hoyer, I think is a backup quarterback who somehow can play a starter sometimes. His name is Brian Hoyer. It's his cousin it's Brandon good. Hoyer. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> okay, we're switching topics. This is an open-ended question. Feel free to interpret it as you want. But in the AFC East, who is the biggest bitch? Le'Veon Bell. Of course. Is the biggest bitch. He cried and complained and held out (laughs) to leave uh, a title contending team. Oh, this is your inner Steelers fan. No, no, this is 100% coming from bias. No, no, (laughs) but it's not even that. If you just look at the situation, like, like without bias, like he, he complains about leaving the Steelers about money. Fair, whatever. Be yourself. And then he takes less money. Whatever. Takes less money. Again, he's an asshole. Wants to go to New York. Do his thing. 
But then when Jamal Adams does the exact same thing, he starts calling out Jamal Adams for being a not a team player and a, a shitty person. Are you? Are you? Oh. Where were you two years he ago? He is a self-aware wolf. Yeah. Oh my god, it's <laughs> insane. That's what I think makes him the biggest bitch. It's like there's one. There's one thing to like with Kevin Durant as an example. Like you can be a big bitch, and, but like acknowledge you're a bitch sometimes. You know, yeah. you're going for those rings. He left a shitty to go to a shittier team for less money, and then when someone else does the same thing to go to a better team for the same money, it's oh you're the worst. You're not a team player. Like no, he is the biggest bitch in the AFC, hands down. But you're missing a key difference between uh, Adams and uh, Le'Veon Bell from his perspective. Le'Veon Bell, that's him. That was him who did that. He this wanted to do it. My yardage, yeah. my touchdowns, my money. Yeah, exactly. This is yeah. you. Yeah. I don't know about you. I don't you care go about away you. from me. Yeah, I, I can't feel what you, you feel. <laughs> I'm worried about my feelings yeah. feeling good for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only feelings I can have. Have you, cons- <laughs> have you considered that? <laughs> Honestly, now I'm thinking about it. That's a good point. It's yeah. a good point. He might he have doesn't a, think about other people. No, so yeah, he is a little narcissistic. Yeah, but that's why he's the NFC uh, AFC East biggest, biggest bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you guys said that in sync. <laughs> we were we were keen on that. <laughs> okay, we're going to miscellaneous cues. These are division specific questions. First question: Over under six point five weeks until Cam Newton is either benched or cut for Jared Siddham. Over. Way over. Way over. So you Cam think he's going to play probably the entire season? I think he'll play into the playoffs. Honestly, if you want to talk about real prediction, I think the whole season is going to be canceled by week eight Ooh, with coronavirus. Now that's a prediction. <laughs> okay, this is a separate take I have, but we can get into the COVID thing now. Yeah. I just have, like, I believe that the NFL is the type of place where, like, they will have no COVID cases on their teams because everyone will be cut when they have COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Our team has no COVID cases. He was cut. <laughs> we took him out back to the training yard and executed him. We have no COVID cases. <laughs> Rest assured, the NFL takes COVID very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Any good player gets cut with COVID, they will be signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're gonna last very long. There's no way you can stop COVID from spreading in this type of environment. Well, think about baseball. I mean, baseball has a smaller roster. Um, at its max, it was about like 35 people traveling with the team, and they were getting COVID cases like, like a decent amount. Yeah, it's now mitigated. But think yeah. about the 52 man rosters on NFL teams. 53. 53. Oh shit! One extra person. <laughs> oh god, that guy's definitely got corona. And then they're, <laughs> and then they're allowing. That's all it takes. <laughs> And then they're allowing fans into the stadiums because, I mean, like, why not? Yeah, there's no way it's it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. That's why depth might be a big thing this year. I think the, the season's going to get canceled. I'm telling you, it's going to get canceled. If what? Tom Brady gets COVID, the season's going to get canceled. I was going to say, Pat, Patrick Mahomes gets the yeah. thing, it's done. Exactly. One major guy gets COVID, it's done. Because they're going to, everyone seems to be like, that's r- ridiculous. Yeah, not fair. I would complain if I was. If Ben Roethlisberger gets COVID, I'm, I'm going to write shit. I'm, I'm, write, I'm writing an email to Roger Goodell, yeah. telling him to cancel the league. Start again. The, the Goodell bot does not answer. <laughs> no, I'm going to make sure. Auto response to all emails. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you for your interest in the NFL. Okay. <laughs> next question Is Josh Allen Buffalo's undisputed starting QB by next year? Absolutely. 100%. They, they've you think the so? They've already the invested in him. Yeah. So I guess like the genesis of that question is, do you think he's going to have a good enough year where they're not questioning whether they should move on from quarterback? I think even if he has a terrible year, they're not going to move on from him. I don't think they're going to move on from next year, regardless. But he could turn into a Mitchell Trubisky situation. Well, undisputed. It's basically like I'm asking about Mitchell Trubisky, for example, where like going into next year, is there the potential where it's like, okay, there's a little QB battle. We're not sure about him. Maybe there's kind of a veteran uh, free agent we picked up. Or maybe we just 
drafted a guy in the fourth round. I don't think that's going to happen. What I think, the only scenario I think where Josh Allen has no job security is if they come dead last and draft Trevor Lawrence. Well, that for sure. He's lost. He loses his job if they get Trevor Lawrence. If Buffalo comes dead last and they have a shot at Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen is out the door. Well, yeah, of course. But at the same time, like, I still think, like, Josh Allen and the Mitchell Trubisky thing is, like, kind of a, a little dirt on Josh Allen's name. Josh Allen has never, like, been seen to be that bad. But I still think that comparison is still somewhat apt. They're both a little more mobile than they should be. They're both inaccurate quarterbacks. I still think Josh Allen's a little better. I still, but with that being said, yeah, I think this is not undisputed. I think at the end of this year, it's going to be a lot, lot more in questions about Josh Allen. I don't think it's going to be his year. Do you think there's enough options out there to dispute Josh Allen as the starting quarterback? The guy took him to the playoffs last year. Okay. If he has an off year... Do you think they're going to ditch a young, talented quarterback just because of some Nick Foles-type player is available on the What if Fitzmagic is available? Yeah. Do you Bring think Fitzmagic is going to challenge Josh Allen? Can you imagine him back in Buffalo? Oh, they'd win the That'd Super be magic. Bowl. They'd win the Super Bowl for, for sure. sure. Is that a win or a loss for the Bills if they have to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six <Josh>. years later, <laughs> starting Fitzpatrick again. again. 48-year-old Fitzpatrick is starting in the year 2026. <laughs> his beard is down to his kneecaps. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, over under three point five weeks until Tua gets his first start. I'm gonna say over. I think he starts week five or six. I'd say under. I've been very clear. I think under. I think this whole Fitzpatrick thing is nonsense. They're not gonna waste time with this. Ryan, do you change your mind if they start zero and two? If they start zero and two, I think they're gonna sit Tua until not only is he ready physically. Injury-wise, ready to play. I think until they know that either A, they have a shot at the playoffs, or B, they have absolutely no shot at the playoffs. Those two ever start. They start the season with absolutely no shot at the playoffs. I'll, I can tell you hold, right on. hold on. If it's Magic goes up to a 4-1 start. Check who they play week one and two. First week, they got the Patriots. That's a loss. That's a big old loss. Then they got the Bills. Another loss, 100%. likely. Week three, they have the Jaguars. Man. I could see them winning that game. Yeah, maybe. Even with Fitzpatrick, I don't care if it's two or Fitzpatrick, they might win that game. The Jaguars are going to be tanking. That's the closest one so far. Yeah. Going, yeah. Then they got the Seahawks, Niners. Loss, loss. Loss, loss. Easy loss, loss. And the Broncos, I think, will beat them. So what was that? No okay, matter yeah. who's the So at best, back. they're going to, what, two and six here, we're talking? At best. If they get a lucky win, they're yeah, going two. Yeah, two is starting. Two and four starting <laughs> in the first two six games. Two is starting, for sure. You think so? Yeah, man. I don't think they're going to risk injuring. Uh, look, Tua is their future. Future they of what? invest a huge draft capital in this guy. Uh, first, a top five pick on a quarterback. This is their future. They're going to make sure he's ready before they put him on the field. That's actually good. That's a good point. I just want to jump in here in that when I said over under 3.5 weeks, like when you're talking about teams like the Seahawks and 49ers. You don't want to start like, them against those guys. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't actually matter how bad your team is doing because you don't want your guy who's coming off a dislocated hip who you'd put as the number five overall going against those juggernaut teams. Throw Ryan Fitzpatrick against there. Maybe gets lucky. Maybe yeah. throws four interceptions. That's like one or the other. But worst case scenario, like Tua isn't going in there and get fucked. Right. That's like, maybe that's you know when point. they're when they're one and five, they throw them in say, against yeah. the Jets or something. No, not even that. Right there against the Broncos, I'd say you start them. Broncos. Maybe Broncos. They Broncos, got the Chargers. Chargers. I wouldn't start them against the Chargers. Joy Bosa. I wouldn't start them against the Chargers. Okay, you're gonna be. I start him against every... the Jets. I think they. Okay, then, the Rab, starts... then you got the Rams next. It's Aaron Donald. You kind of start him then. No, you got the Cardinals. I think Cardinals, Jets. He starts one of those games. Those are some like those are some cushy matchups. I mean, if you start him against the Broncos, 
then you got like some pretty good outside linebackers yeah, in Von Miller and uh, Bradley Chubb who <laughs> could maybe put a number on I mean. two of their They play the Jets in back-to-back weeks. That's proper scheduling. Isn't that kind of crazy? NFL's got some good scheduling. Playing the same team twice I've in a row. I've seen that happen before. Well, there's the perfect time for Tua, right? If they yeah. week Jets, one. Jets, Jets. Well, no, play. I mean, like, start Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> the first time. If and he then, loses, and then start Tua. Tua time. Yeah. I think I that's think, exactly when they're going to start. I don't think Tua's going to, I mean, not Tua. I don't think Fitzpatrick's going to lose a lot of games, though. I think they're going to scrape by. You're going to surprise? Okay. Yeah. We're going on to the next question. Is Adam Gase the Jets head coach next year? I'll, I'll go to UConn. No. <laughs> Same answer. Okay. Yeah, he's we can keep it quick. He's awful. Okay. This one's a kind of a long-winded question. Sports Illustrated said that Sam Darnold is poised to be the Jets' first franchise QB since Joe Namath. Thoughts on that take? My first Whoa. thought is... Is Geno Smith? <laughs> what happened to Geno Smith? Yeah, like what franch- happened to the Sanchez? Yeah. What happened to Sanchez? too. Great idea. Didn't Vinny Testaverde play for the Jets? Yeah, Chad Pennington, also Chad an Pennington. amazing stud. Franchise Pennington. Come on. You guys are the all-time leader in completion percentage. They, they used to call him <laughs> Franchad, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> <So> Pennington. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm getting the theme of that is laughable. I yeah. Think. I, <laughs> the, the fact that they haven't had a franchise quarterback since the friggin' 70s... Is nuts. Super Bowl three, Joe Namath was in, man. Yeah, that's 1970. It's pretty crazy. 1969. 69. Whatever. It's he played into the 70s. Pretty nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and they haven't had one since. If Sam Darnold's the next one, great for him. I would love to see that. I, I, I'm a big believer in Sam Darnold. I think he's a good, good I, I think he's I think he's awesome, too. I think he belongs in New York. He's like, I think he's got... He's, Everything he's, New York he's needs. He's Broadway Sam. Yeah, he'll he'll make out with everybody. He'll make he'll, out with he'll, anyone. He'll get bit. He'll be. You know what? I'm gonna make a prediction. He's the first one to get COVID in the NFL. Oh, for sure. He already has it. Yeah, I'm sure he's he already spread had. it to seven people. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, last miscellaneous question: Does Le'Veon Bell deliver on his contract? Absolutely no. not. I don't think he's ever delivered on anything. No. That asshole. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Bias aside, I think Lev Bell actually is a good running back. He he's delivered good, on, he delivered on his rookie deal. I mean, if you look at his first few Big years Big time delivery on his rookie deal. But hold on. I'm going to lose that my Steelers mind. Offense. He's going to talk about the Steelers offense. Oh, my. Okay, yeah. Bell was amazing in that he offense. He was a counter, no a counterpiece to that offense. He was not the feature of that offense. The offensive line was phenomenal when he was there. How many re- how many rushing yards do you think you could get with that offensive line, Antonio Brown and Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger as your coach? No. I mean, as your QB, drawing no. all the attention away from you. If you gave me like three months to work out, I'll get a thousand. Yards. No, you guys are putting some real dirt on. I'm saying a thousand yards I would get and 500 receiving yards out of the backfield. Nuts. Aside from <laughs> the hatred I have for Lev Bell. He actually was really good in, He's talented. in Pittsburgh, and he switched up the way like running backs something like even play football. He changed the game for a lot of guys. He's exact. He's a patient running back, probably more patient than anyone I've ever seen with like Arian Foster. But like Arian Foster was very patient too, but he was a very much a one cut back. Yeah, whereas Le'Veon Bell is much more patient, I guess, in yeah. that sense. But I still think like put him on this, the level of Arian Foster is a pretty nice thing to say. Like that's yeah. that's a he's Arian Foster with more physical talent. Yeah, think, one thing that. Le'Veon Bell doesn't have that Arian Foster did was a doppelganger. Um, did you guys ever see that online? No, Arian Foster was a doppelganger? Oh my god. This is actually hilarious. <laughs> you guys gotta look this up. Arian Foster had a doppelganger in Houston. He was such a lookalike. He would just go to bars and be like, yeah, I'm Arian Foster. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I went to Kansas City. Uh, like, I know this, this story. This story. is a great story. I went to a Kansas City Royals game once and... Um, Alex Gordon plays for the for the Royals, and I, I'm, I'm not a big baseball guy, so I'm just, like, running to get beer in, in between the innings. 
And I see this guy dressed to the nines in a full-out, like, baseball uniform, like a guy who would be on the field playing right there, and he looks exactly <laughs> like Alex Gordon, same exact beard, same everything. And I'm like, why is no one, like, talking to this guy? Is that Alex goddamn Gordon? But I think maybe it's Kansas City. This is, like, a normal thing. Maybe he just comes and gets drinks in between the innings. <laughs> I don't know. So I run That's up. That's what blows my mind. You see an MLB baseball player in full uniform getting a fucking taco. It was, it was a Coke. He was, <laughs> he, was, he was grabbing a large Coke. Oh, normal. Yeah, no, I, I didn't <laughs> think, oh, normal. I thought, oh, God, I got to get a picture with Alex Gordon. So I run up with my camera ready, and I'm like, can I get a picture with you? And he, he, I took the picture. That's a doppelganger. That's terrifying. <laughs> Sorry, terrifying. They, they just pulled up a doppelganger on me. And it is, a Arian that Foster. Is, he is a clone of Arian Foster. Not what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. <laughs> I, I think we are in the simulation. But this Alex Gordon story yeah, just kills no, me. Uh, yeah, so you just, walk up to what you think is an MLB baseball player in full uniform during the middle of a game where on. he would be playing. No, he wasn't playing that day. But why would he be in uniform? Maybe I thought maybe he was on the bench. Why would he be in uniform? He's on the bench to the day. <laughs> you know, I mean, to you know. Connor's credit, I mean, it's not like baseball players are the epitome of being healthy Plus, and yeah. in shape. That's what I'm like, saying. Guy grabbing a coke, whatever. You know, it's Alex Gordon. It's G. And so I run up. He's a G. I run up to him and um, got the picture, and everyone like was looking at me weird. But I was like, whatever. I thought maybe they're just jealous. We are moving <laughs> on. Now we are moving to the AFC North. So the AFC North, Ravens, according to our Odd Shark, over under is eleven point five wins. Big time under. Uh, last year, according to uh, Football Outsiders DVOA, the Ravens fifth ranked defense, first offense, fourth special teams. Then we have the Steelers, over under nine point five wins. Last year, third defense, thirty first offense. Last year, I mean that has a lot to do with Ben Roethlisberger being injured. Over under on the Browns, eight point five wins. Last year, 24th on defense, 20th on offense, 15th on special teams. And finally, we have Cincinnati over under 5.5 wins. Last year, they were 30th on defense, 29th on offense, but a very sterling first on special teams. I disagree with, like, all of those. I dis- <laughs> well, those are over-unders. So, 11.5 Baltimore, Connor, what do you think? Over-under. Fuck, that actually is a good one. Hey, that, that's first, probably the closest one. So first, the closest one. First, yeah. let me go to the team-based questions. This is my format. Oh, sorry, sorry, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Please guide us, Chris. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Most likely to surpass expectations. Connor, go first. Well, the expectations for Cincinnati is atrocious, so I'm going like, I'm, I'm to leave the Steelers for Ryan because I think they're going to do that regardless. Um, you think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to go more than oh, six over, wins or more? I, yeah. yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Uh, well, like, okay. Giving the Cincinnati Bengals five in games is kind of a slap in the face. They're not like, I mean, they're a bad team. Did oh, you God, not so hear bad. what he said? They had the best special teams. That me- That's, That's good like, for four games right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's no. not because it only got them two. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not good for anything. Well, it's good for something, but not that. Not winning games. <laughs> I don't even. I don't know. I think that with a new quarterback in place, that no no tape on them. There's a lot more, a lot more randomness in football this year. It's, it's, it's going to be a good time for Cincinnati, and I think their defense isn't that bad. I think their offensive line's better, and I don't know. I, I think Joe Burrow can be the real deal. Yeah, I think five games is pretty just not it. Okay, so most likely <laughs> surpass expectations. You guys Pittsburgh both it, for me Pittsburgh. is obviously it's also mine. Yeah. yeah, like what was it? Nine and a half. Nine point five. So nine and a half. yeah, I, I honestly think that Pittsburgh. If Ben stays healthy all year, they will win 12 games. I think we win the division. We as in, I'm a big Steelers fan. This is clear bias coming across here. But I honestly think that with Devlin Hodges and Mason Rudolph as our quarterbacks, and we had a not terrible season last year, if we bring back Hall of Fame 
Ben Roethlisberger, and by all accounts, he's looking like the best Ben that I've seen in a very long time. He's looking lean. He's looking focused. He's looking ready to win games. This guy is on a title hunt, and I think that if he plays the way he's looking like he's going to play, and if he plays all year, we win 12 games with this defense. Quick question. Is Devlin Hodges the best third-string QB in the NFL? He's the best third-string quarterback of I all think, time. I think he's the only third-string quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> After, Most of them are actually, punters. No, I think the best one actually is Mohamed Sanu. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... I agree with you, Ryan. Um, I also have the Steelers, Steelers most likely to uh, surpass expectations, uh, to jump the lead. I actually think they're going to win this division. Mm. Um, two reasons for that. One, their defense is mostly intact. And you probably knew this, but I don't know if a lot of people know this, in that they actually led the league last year in turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, second most interceptions, second most in fumble, fumbles. Um, the other team that was close to them in turnovers was the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But... Basically, everything that could have gone bad did go bad for the Steelers, specifically on the offensive end exactly. of the ball. And I think with a healthy Big Ben, um, it's going to be more revitalized offense. I think Juju is going to have a much better year than he did last year. Um, Juju's going to have a good year. I, we also lost James Conner for a lot last year. And I don't think James Conner's a feature back. James Conner wasn't, wasn't the issue. He's not the guy. No. But hold on. We have James Conner. We have Jalen Samuels. We also drafted Anthony McFarland. We have Benny Snell. No, we have a backfield. The, the backfield, not an issue. The problem, I think, was, was the receivers. We have nobody aside from Juju, but now we actually have Chase, who I think will actually be a better receiver this year than Juju's going to play as. You think Chase is going to do better than Juju's yeah, I think I think Chase is going to take over as the number one receiver. I think Chase is going to be a phenomenal receiver. I think all of you listeners that are going into a fantasy draft that hasn't happened yet, steal Chase Claypool in the second to last round. Yeah, no. He's sure. worth a flyer. This guy is... Calvin Johnson speed. He's six foot four, two hundred and thirty something pounds. This guy's a body. And Ben Roethlisberger hasn't had a body to throw like that in a very long time. And he's gonna take advantage of Chase Claypool. Yeah, and Chase, is think, Chase Claypool this season's DJ Metcalf. Yeah, might, he'll no, be better, better than DJ than Metcalf. It's, DK it's Metcalf. DK. And even so, it's, it's like yeah, it's, I think he's the best comparison would be like a Martavis Bryant. And if anyone remembers what what Tave did for those couple years, he was with. With the Steelers, he was he was pretty much a monster. He was a phenomenal player, and I think he's like the same type of re- receiver, like a six foot four, just fast man, speed, strength, so, and that's all. Hands, whatever you. Need. I'm not saying Juju's gonna have a bad year. I think Juju's gonna have a great year, but I think he's gonna be a, a he's gonna be, hopefully at least they go move him back to the slot, and where he's he, more effective there. Yeah, where he belongs at least where he, when he was with AB, and they let Chase put on the outside with but James. But also, AB was more effective there. Yeah, no, fair. You that's know, the Steelers' I, system. Yeah. The best receiver should be in the slot if they're under six foot four. Oh, that's fair, that, and that's why we should put Juju there. He is probably still our best receiver talent wise. I think he absolutely is. But at the same time, I think Chase Claypool, as again, like we were talking about, you, things you can't teach. Uh, Al Davis would say he's a goddamn body. He's a body, and, and he's a uh, burner. Yeah, he's a burner, and you cannot teach speed. Let you me can't tell teach you. speed. You can't teach size. You can't teach strength. Yeah, and Chase Claypool has yeah. all of those things in spades. Most likely to disappoint. I'm going to jump the lead on this one. I have the Ravens because literally everything went right for them last yeah. year. And one, I just don't think they're going to have the same luck. Two, I think year two of the Lamar Jackson show will have more uh, difficulties. I think teams are going to start keying in a little bit more. And I seriously question their wide receiver core slash receiving core. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but last year the Ravens led the league by far in rushing yards, number one, like by a ton. I did know this. Yeah, yeah. as a Steelers fan. I know number in next. passing yards, 
27th. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say they dropped. Like, if no. You, and, and in the last game they played against the um, Titans or whatever. Yeah, lost the Titans, yeah. Oh, my well, God. Was that okay, a receiving well, car atrocious to watch? Holy here, moly. Hold that point because I have a... I have a question related to that Titans thing, so we're going to get to that later. Hold whatever you're going to say yeah. to a little bit later. So mostly at this point, do you guys all think it's the Ravens? No, or? I don't think it's the Ravens. Go for I it. think the Ravens can, their over-under is 11.5. I think they're, they can get 11 or 12 wins. I think that's reasonable for yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. I think most likely to disappoint is Cleveland. For sure. Fair. Cleveland is still Cleveland. They are still the Cleveland fucking Browns. They are going to embarrass their city. Like they do every year. So to just jump over you there, um, when I was doing the research, I also had, I made a section for perceived weaknesses and strengths of each team. Perceived weakness, Cleveland, cursed. <laughs> that is a yeah, very solid usually, weakness. Yeah, that's, a that's very it. real weakness in Cleveland. That's, that's the only weakness of Cleveland. What was their over-under? 8.5. Yeah, Fuck this is, this is This is gambling related, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland's always, like, they're a hot-button team, especially with all the big names they have right now. Yeah, that's fair. It's not necessarily indicative of their skill level, more so of maybe the optimism coming from certain areas of Ohio. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And also people betting... Yeah, betters looking at OBJ. Also, I think now, with Joe Burrow and Cincinnati, I don't think Cleveland gets a free two wins against Cincinnati anymore. I think they're going to lose one of those games. I think they're going to lose both. Well, look, I mean... They could lose both. They're going to lose both to Baltimore. They're going to lose both to Pittsburgh. I think they they were yes. six and ten last year, and that was with the Steelers being terrible. terrible. Was, yeah. We still beat them. No, we lost one game. You know, I know we beat them once, though. We beat them once. Yeah, we we, we don't ever lose to them twice in a year, like no, ever, ever. Ben Roethlisberger has like, like Ben Roethlisberger has more wins in Cleveland yeah, than any other Cleveland quarterback. It's insane. <laughs> That's a crazy stat. Okay, so we're gonna speaking of Cleveland, we're gonna move on. So Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary Award. I'll jump the lead a little bit there too, and I'll tell you what I had to give you an idea of what I was thinking here. Browns playmakers. This is something that could potentially save them. Odell Beckham Jr., (laughs) Jarvis Landry, uh, Nick Chubb, Austin Hooper, Miles Garrett on defense. They got some really, really good players. Good receivers. Solid running back core. Yeah. Do you guys think that, like, I mean, they were worse in the league last year in discipline. They had the most penalties One of their players almost murdered a guy on the field. Actually, I want to get into that. Ben Roethlisberger was healthy. Does Miles Garrett have the same reaction? Absolutely not. If you try to kill Ben Roethlisberger, you're done from the league. I just assumed that Miles Garrett would end up dead if he did that. Yeah, no. Someone in Pittsburgh would kill Miles Garrett for that. At the time, Mason not, Rudolph was no one, not much loved. Yeah, Sorry, no one cares about Mason Rudolph. So you don't think you don't think Ben Roethlisberger would just want to kill him? Yeah, ben Roethlisberger could kill Miles Garrett in a heartbeat. That guy is a psycho. <laughs> ben, I mean, not Miles Garrett. Also, Miles, Miles Garrett. Garrett's definitely not all there either. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but if you're looking at an optimistic side, then yeah, the Browns playmakers on offense and defense, they're big names for a reason. They're tremendously skilled. I don't know if they have, I don't know if the pieces fit. I don't know if they're the sum of their parts. No. Okay. Well, I agree with you there. I think they have some talent. I think that the, the problem is the talent doesn't necessarily gel well together every time. And I don't think they gelled last year. I don't think they will gel this year. But to go to your question, who was the saving grace? Who was the guaranteed Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary pass? I think it's the Steelers defense. I think that even though we have Ben back and we have a solid receiving core and we have our running backs healthy, 
I think that the Steelers' defense is going to be the part of the team that carries us to the playoffs, carries us to a division title. We have the same guys. We didn't lose anyone this offseason, more or less. We have TJ Watt. We have Minka Fitzpatrick. We have Joe Hayden. We have Steven Nelson. We have a bunch of super talented guys on the defense, and they are going to shut it down. They're gonna, I will, I'm predicting a top three defense this year, both in pass defense and rush defense. Cam Hayward. Can't say enough about the guy. Most underrated defensive lineman in the league, if you ask me. And yet you say one sentence about him. Can't say, <laughs> said enough, though. Can't say enough. <laughs> said enough, though. Um, no, tough. but that's well said. Uh, that's also, obviously, like a really good option. Um, Connor, do you have any uh, potential options for... Uh, the so- Hail Mary thing? This is going to sound really random. And Go for it. Honestly, like, what we call a hot take. But um, Joe Mixon... I think wow. I think the Cincinnati Bengals offense I think is gonna be a little more surprising in general. So I think Joe Mixon last year was way 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 just not maybe not underutilized but just not used properly. That's yeah. Understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah just misused. I guess there's a bunch of talented guys on offense. Yeah, Joe Mixon. I just think touches. that offense in general is gonna be a lot more surprising. It's always the case with really, like, hot rookie quarterbacks coming in. I don't mean looks-wise, because aside from that, Joe Burrow I mean, is Joe Burrow is so hot. Very hot guy. <laughs> <laughs> aside from that, though, like, very, very good, like, quarterback in general. And when you don't have any tape on the guy and you're worried more about him in general, you're going to – I think Joe Mixon's going to be, like, maybe a sleeper pick in he's general. He's going to get a lot of touches. In fantasy. Yeah, he'll be a, a sleeper pick. He's going to go in the fucking third round. Yeah, in a lot of it's amazing. Joe Mixon, I think, is going to be a good player. Okay. That's a good option. So that's a good pick. Yeah, Todd Gurley, that. Uh, Todd Gurley arthritic knee award, uh, potential Achilles heel of any team. Um, I have, I kind of jumped a little bit there, but I have Ravens passing. I think that's something that could potentially really hold them back. If you can figure out how to defend the Ravens, a la Titans type of thing, then, I mean, if you stop their run attack, then what are they going to do? They have Willie Sneed as their top wide receiver. Yeah, and like me and Ryan even were kind of talking about this yesterday, like off off show. But um, <laughs> most of your conversations are off show. No, most, I mean, at least a third of them. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that. I don't know. I record a lot of our conversations. <laughs> but um, no, we were talking about yesterday. In general, like the Titans, not not only did they just like lock down the the run run game. All I gotta do is get off, get that like win the coin toss, get off to a head start, and get up to a decent lead against them. And then once they they take away the run game and you you're forced to throw the ball in the third fourth quarter, it's done. They can't keep up. And the Titans game was a bit of a, a weird one because Lamar Jackson was actually making some of those throws. It was like probably some of the worst drops I've ever seen in football. But aside from that, like he just he's not a consistent thrower enough. He's not gonna do it. He's, yeah, he doesn't have not in the third fourth quarter the consistency with pressure on the line. He can throw in the first quarter when everyone's backed up, super scared of him running. Yeah. But in the fourth quarter, when no one's when, scared of him running, yeah. If you run, you're gonna burn thirty seconds off the clock. I, I think they should have a backup Joe Flacco again, and just when they need to bring in a, a thrower, they just put in Joe they Flacco. They should sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is what they should do. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, I didn't get to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, go for it. Uh, I don't know if I have an answer, but I, I think that Lamar Jackson could be... Uh, hold on. I do have an answer. I do have an answer. I think that uh, Steelers injuries are going to happen. I think that's going to be the Achilles heel. To, to play devil's advocate on myself, as big of a Steelers fan that I am, I think if Ben goes down, big-time problems. I think if Minka goes down or TJ goes down, huge problems in the Pittsburgh organization. They could spell disaster for the team. 
And this team is a very injury-prone team. Ben has had numerous injuries. James Conner's had numerous injuries. Juju's been kind of healthy. He's kind of not played in the situation where he could have. If he goes down, we're going to have problems. I think that if we don't stay healthy, our our division title hopes go out the window very quickly. Yeah, but for sure. Said with any team, you don't stay healthy, you're going to be done. But I think Ryan's on. I think Ryan has a point there, though. Like that, the Steelers are, although on paper very good, they are also top heavy and thin. Mm -hmm. If um, if their depth is put into play, Mm -hmm. especially at QB. I mean, no one has a worse backup quarterback than the Pittsburgh Steelers. But no one has a better third string. That's, That's fair. That's true. That's yeah. I, go I hear I hear duck wings duck, in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, start bench cut. OBJ, Jarvis Landry, AJ Green, or Juju Smith Schuster. Ryan, you go first. Hold on. There's four guys. There. I know you're gonna cut. T- you're gonna have to cut two. I have to cut two. Yeah. There's just I'm, a lot of good receivers in this division, and I wanted to put them all in. So it's OBJ, Jarvis, AJ Green. Juju. And Juju, yeah. Damn. Okay, out of pure hatred, I'm cutting OBJ immediately. Not That's because fair. I don't think he's the talented receiver. I think just because I hate the guy and I don't want him on my team. Yeah, you don't cut. want that. You don't want that guy on your team. I don't want him on my team. He's a locker room cancer. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm gonna start based on youth. I'm gonna start Juju, and also based on bias, I guess. Yeah, that Juju. was that was not a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna bench. I'm going to bench Jarvis, and I'm going to cut AJ Green. I think Jarvis has a lot of talent. I think he's an Odell Beckham, but not an asshole. Well, he's kind of an asshole, but less of an asshole. A, a tolerable dick, if you will. I think he's <laughs> not quite the young that, talent. That's what every girlfriend said about me. <laughs> How's Ryan? Well, he's a tolerable dick. <laughs> yeah, he's got a tolerable dick. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to rock your world. <laughs> it's tolerable. <laughs> okay. Connor, your turn. Start bench cut. Same exact order. I, I I don't really have much to say about that. Like I'm a Steelers fan as well, so I think there's bias there, and I've seen a lot more juju than I've seen anybody else play. Uh, Jarvis, I think is, I don't want to say as talented as Odell. I think Odell is more talented, but again, like his personality is not worth it. AJ Green is cut. He's long in the tooth. Too old. Yeah, I I like Adrian Green. I used to, used to love him as a player, but now he's just you had him on your fantasy team for like love, five years. Love the guy, really great talent. And their prime out of all of them, Adrian for sure. Oh, and his prime, Major Green was a top five receiver. Yeah, Adrian's awesome. Well, but, Juju hasn't really hit his prime yet. I mean, necessarily. Yeah, like, you don't know about that. Hold on, I don't think he's hit his prime. Well, you never know because Odell hit his prime the, this first year too. Odell hit his prime in LSU. Exactly. You <laughs> never know when primes are. <laughs> <laughs> primes might seem when they're twenty eight, but okay, primes moving on. You. Division's biggest bitch. Oh, take your pick. Odell Beckham for sure. Biggest bitch. Big trust. Big trust. No, I'm kidding. I actually like Lamar Jackson a lot. <laughs> I, I, I respect Lamar Jackson. I hate I, him, I but actually, I respect I actually him. respect pretty much everybody on the Ravens. The Ravens have grown the respect for me a lot. I, I've always respected the Ravens. I've never respected the Browns. We're moving on. Miscellaneous cues. Over under 2.5 weeks until Big Ben is playing with two badly sprained ankles. Under. He's going to start the season with two sprained ankles. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's going to be fine, honestly. <laughs> you think it's going to be over? No, I think he's going to be fine. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he's going to be fine. I'm just saying no, every single play. time Sorry, every single time I sure. watch Big Ben, like, at one point, inevitably, they're like, oh, yeah, he's got two taped up ankles. Yeah, but He's this, not moving really The thing well. is, have ben? you seen Ben recently? He used to be a big fat fatty. 
And that's why he was spraining his ankles all the time. Because when you're moving 270 pounds on those little ankles, one of them's going to sprain. But I, I don't know if he's from what I've seen of him lately, he's not big Ben. He's medium Ben. He's dropped at least 20 pounds this offseason. He's looking trim. He's looking lean. He's looking like 2006 Ben. Hmm. Super Bowl, first Super Bowl Ben. Not, you know, in the face, but <laughs> <laughs> in the lower half, he's looking a little leaner. Okay. His arms are looking less fat. He doesn't have as much of a gut as he had in the past 10 years. Well, that's good. Okay, so fair enough. I think injuries are going to be mitigated for him, personally. Fair enough. Uh, next question. Are the Baltimore Ravens the NFL's Milwaukee Bucks? Or was Tennessee in, just a worst-case matchup for a team that wasn't quite ready? So by Milwaukee Bucks, you mean not always a bridesmaid, never a bride kind of thing? What I Tons mean is talent. that they have a tremendous system. They have a singular talent that's very good, but ultimately flawed and with the right matchup can be defended to a T. Absolutely, they are then. Yeah. If that's what you're saying. That's, that's exactly what they are. And you basically just said, are the Ravens going to win the Super Bowl? The answer is no, then yes, they're the Bucks. Well, those are the expectations. I mean, like, frankly, yes. like, look, like, the Ravens are one of the teams that it is, their expectations are Super Bowl or essentially bust. Super Bowl bust, yeah. So you're I think bust. they're going to bust. I think they're yeah, going to bust well, again. Because they are the Bucks of the NFL. They have one really good player. No, they're just too one-dimensional. It's not even about one well, good player. The they, they, they have multiple good players, but it's the same dimension. Like, Mark Ingram's a good player. Lamar Jackson's a good player, but it's all the same dimension. It's all a running game. They have a solid defense. No, but I mean on offense. But do you think that Tennessee was a worst-case matchup for them, or do you think it's I something I think Tennessee that can be... was a worst-case matchup for a lot of teams. That's yeah. true, but do you think it's something They were that's a worst-case for the Patriots. They were a worst-case for the Ravens. Tennessee is the worst-case for pretty much every team in the every NFL. Every team with an offense. Do you no. think that's something that is uh, replicable by another team that doesn't have a Derrick Henry and, like, a heavy... You need uh, Derrick Henry. Like you, you need, need Derrick Henry. You need a guy like Derrick Henry, not necessarily as the same build as Derrick Henry, but some guy that can run the ball like he does. And how many guys only can do that? Like four. Maybe. I'll give you Saquon. Saquon. Who else? Zeke. Yeah, I guess Zeke, but they don't need him to do that. But sure, Zeke. Zeke, for sure. And who else? McCaffrey's a different style of running back. No, yeah. Kamara's a different style of running back. No, they, they were, no, I wouldn't say that, yeah. You still need a passing game with those guys. Well, they're part of the passing game. They're the, the feature of the passing game. <laughs> well, know, Michael Thomas. I think, I mean, yeah. yeah, sure, okay, whatever. You know what I mean. They're very much featured in the passing game, whereas Derrick Henry is the offense for the Tennessee Titans. Even though I'm very high on Ryan Tannehill, and we'll get to this in the south section... I think Derrick Henry is a phenomenal running back. He is a generational talent. And there's very few teams that can rely on a system that the Tennessee Titans rely on. Where you just feed the rock to a guy, let him get four, four yards of carry, and march the ball down the field very slowly, keep the other offense off the field. It burned Tom Brady, and it burned Lamar Jackson. Right. And it could burn Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs, too, if I'm being honest. True. Next question. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Ben Roethlisberger for the next three years? Connor, you go first. Three years. Yeah, three years total. What? It's it's a play on the fact that Ben Roethlisberger, although better than Baker Mayfield right now, is older. So oh, yeah, it's no, kind of no, like, yeah, what do you I, think I of... See, yeah. Just to let this be known, Ben Roethlisberger is 38 years old. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Ben's at most, at most, if he wins every single year, he's got three years left in him, and at best. But, um, 
Baker, at best, has three years left in him if he plays well. So we'll see. Like, well, if he <laughs> plays well, he's had a lot more. Than yeah, that, no, that's but, what I mean. If he, but like, if he doesn't play well, he's Baker could be done this year. Yeah. Whereas Ben, I mean, as well, could be done this year. Shit, that's a tough one because they both could be done this year. I don't know. Like, it's a toss up. It's a very close toss up. For three years. Not for me, but for you. Uh, if I'm building a team, honestly, I probably would go with Baker. Honestly. I would wholeheartedly disagree. I would take Ben Roethlisberger for two years and Mason Rudolph for one over Baker for three. No, I think Baker. I think still... Ben Roethlisberger is still a phenomenal quarterback. I think he's a top five quarterback in the league if he's playing. I think he's Baker on the field. I think Baker just needs a good coach, man. I think Baker just needs some kind of coaching. He's not someone who can just riff. Sure. Okay. Well, Ben Roethlisberger doesn't need a coach. Doesn't. I'm not saying. That's he what. Same. That's what I'm saying. He's, no, he doesn't. Either. As a quarterback, he's a more complete player. He's ready to win now well, on any more, team. More you could throw Ben on any team right now, and he will compete. No, Connor, Connor, veteran. do you want to know where Baker Mayfield ranks in a QB rating last year? Probably like thirty second. <laughs> I literally he asked me this question earlier today, and I said thirty first. Wow. Ryan was right. <laughs> what shit. Baker Mayfield was thirty first last year in QB rating. Yeah, yeah. right that. ahead of Andy Dalton. He's awful. And right behind guys like Kyle Allen, Mason Rudolph, who was better. Mitchell Trubisky, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston. I would agree is, with Ryan in that I would probably take Ben Roethlisberger for the next three years because at least I know, like, look, Ben is probably going to decline, but I think you can get into a situation where it's kind of like Peyton Manning on the Denver Broncos where just be passable. Just be passable in, like, average, manage the game, use your brain. You might not have, like, the legs or the arm. Okay, you guys forget that in Ben's last season, he led the league in passing yards. Yeah, no, exactly. Maybe he's not a game manager. Well, well, then he's better than that, but I'm saying, like... He's a great quarterback. Well, if he regresses in the next three years, what I'm saying is, He will regress. Yeah, exactly. What I'm saying, like, can you ask him if he regresses significantly to be like, yo, dude, just, like, just use your knowledge, manage the game, versus... A guy like Baker Mayfield, who literally last year was the second worst, like, consistent quarterback in the league. Right. No, so you, what you're you asking have... me is, do you want a quarterback that can push for a title for two years and will be done by the third? Or do you want a quarterback that will not push for a title at all for three years but will still be well, maybe alive? maybe he explodes. Do you still believe in his, like, do you believe in his potential? I don't believe in his potential. See, this, I think he's the potential the for a 9-7 and seven quarterback for his career. I think that this, this is the whole issue. You guys don't believe in Baker, Baker and that's totally fine. I'm not saying believe in Baker. But they fucked up really bad last year with Baker. They gave him Dude, the keys to the Cleveland offense. Browns. They no do shit. this on every quarterback That's they ever they're, draft. They're very much known for doing this. But at the same time, they gave this you young know, guy. You know Brady Quinn was a good quarterback when they drafted oh him. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about Brady Quinn right <laughs> now. I don't even want to talk about any of the Cleveland quarterbacks. They're all bad. I'm not saying Baker's even that good. In general, though, they just gave this guy the keys to an offense that he wasn't ready to be a anything else other than a game manager for. They were telling him to throw the ball like 40 times a game. He can't do that. He's still young. He's still, he's pretty, still essentially a rookie, rookie quarterback. And they just, they, they weren't treating him like, like they were treating him like they're going to be a, a goddamn Patty Mahomes. They saw Patty Mahomes. They're like, Baker's accurate. We can do the same you thing. You would do that way. now. Yeah, and it's not the same. Baker has to be treated like a, an actual someone he needs to develop. And I think he can develop. I just think. But that's the thing with the Browns. They don't let these young guys develop. They throw them into a situation where they're going to get beat up, where they're going to throw a lot of picks, where they're going to throw a lot of incompletions, and they don't let them develop as quarterbacks. It happened to Brady Quinn. I'm I'm also a Notre Dame fan, and I love Brady Quinn in college. And when he got drafted by the Browns, it was the worst case scenario for the guy. That's a really good point because had they let. Johnny Manziel developed. Another one. He would have been great. I'm being super facetious. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't know that he would have been terrible though, if he had gone into the right. Situation. 
Okay, say say the Patriots drafted Johnny Menzel and Tom Brady, you know, retired. God, uh, can you imagine Johnny Menzel with three rings on his finger? Yeah, shit, he'd have ten by now. <laughs> and two of them are wedding rings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question: Is this OBJ's last year with the Browns? He signed for fourteen point five million dollars for the next three years. After this one, is he trade bait or does he stay with them? Um, I think the Browns are going to go like five and eleven. And they're going to try and shop him, but I don't know if anyone's going to take him. Uh, yeah, no, I think the people are going to take him. It's, it's not going to be like, sorry, it's not going to be like a Leonard Fournette situation. I think it's going to be more so. They're not going to cut him. That's what I mean. I, I think they're going to. They cut Fournette. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I mean. They're going to try and shop him, and they're going to get something for him. They cut Fournette because they tried to shop him, and, and no, no one, one took him. him. So you think that's going to happen? Yes. They're going to they're gonna cut him eventually. They're going to shop him. They're going to get something for him. They're not going to be a first. But what are they going to get? Like, I mean, oh, it's not like a no. third round pick? Like a third or round something? pick. Third like, to fifth, third to sixth. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Who, who's going to take that trade, if you don't mind me asking? People are. People I think are uh, the Giants will take him back. Oh, they would love him back. <laughs> they would love they would him. Love back. That what about the Jets? <laughs> that would be oh, hilarious. They would, they would like it too, to be honest. But I don't know if he would like it. Okay, actually, uh, last thing on the uh, AFC North. I forgot to ask this. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, rank the teams how you see them finishing, because I think there might be some contentiousness, actually. Um, Brian, you go first. How do you see these teams finishing? I see Pittsburgh winning the division. I see Baltimore hot on their tails, maybe even tied, but tiebreaker to Pittsburgh, because bias. And then, um, I'm gonna go, uh, fuck it, let's go Cincio, then Cleveland. I think Cleveland's gonna come last. Same here, in the exact same order. (laughs) I think the Browns go six and ten. I think the Bengals go seven and nine. I think the Steelers go I twelve am and four. I'm not nearly as high on the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I think they've got talent. I think they've got a good receiving core. They have a good running back. I think that's what everyone forgets defense. too. AJ Green's back this year too, man. AJ Green is he's still AJ Green. Catch the ball. They have a guy who can throw the ball. They have. I mean, who knows what Joe Burrow is going to be? It's rookie quarterback. This guy was arguably the best be, college quarterback. Been doing crazy ever. shit nowadays, man. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Twenty-two year olds winning MVPs and shit. He's he's a solid candidate for Rookie of the Year. Solid candidate. He's a probably the favorite. Player. Yeah, probably uh, most favorite. likely the favorite. Anyway, it's first pick. We're Jeez. moving on the AFC South. So the AFC South, it's a division according to Odd Shark, a lot of parity. Um, so looking at the over under, Colts are leading this division with nine wins. Wow. Then you have the Titans at eight point five. The Texans at 7.5. And then finally, we have the lowly Jaguars at 4.5. Um, and that was actually prior to them losing Leonard Fournette. Out of those teams, most likely to surpass expectations. Let's go with you, Ryan, first. Most likely, I think, is the Titans. I think Ryan Tannehill is still a very efficient quarterback. I think Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry. I think Mike, Mike Vrabel's a fantastic coach. What was their over-under, 8.5? Yes, 8.5. Yeah. They'll win 10 games, I think, easily. When you say um, Ryan Tannehill is still an efficient quarterback, you mean still as in just from last year, right? Yeah. Nothing before okay. that. That's Let's not talk true, about Ryan Tannehill last year. That's not even true at the all. The guy Ryan was Tannehill a superstar. He's always been very efficient. He's always been efficient, but last year he took it to a new level. Yeah, with last this year he, If you actually look at Ryan Tannehill's numbers from the, the, the day he was drafted, he's actually very, very efficient as a quarterback. He's yeah. just... 
not use that. He's much. just not a dumb guy. Yeah. So then, in that case, what went wrong for him in Miami? He just wasn't used that much. That no run game, and he's not a quarterback that can win you games off his arm. He's a game manager. He's Hold a fi- on, he's efficient. He did win games off his arm in Tennessee last. No, year. I agree with that. Now he but is. But the problem in Miami was Miami sucks. Yeah, their coaching was terrible. Yeah, he had no weapons. He had nothing to do on the team. But he, he but was, he still was good, man. He was he a was good fine. quarterback. But then he goes into the right system. Like, there's a ton of quarterbacks that don't function well, and then they go into the right system. Look at Drew Brees, for example. He was in San Diego. He was not effective. He goes to New Orleans, and automatically this guy's a superstar. He's a Hall of Famer because he found the system that worked for him. I think this is the system that works for Ryan Tannehill. not saying he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not going to be Drew Brees. but He just can't be the focal point of the offense. But he can be. He shouldn't be. But if you ask him to be, he will be. No, they, they asked him to be. They, they, that's exactly what the Chiefs asked him to be. And the he, Chiefs? He, who Ryan they, Tannehill? Yeah, who they, who they... No, no, when they played in the AFC oh. Championship. It was uh, the Chiefs, yeah, right? Yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, the Chiefs shut yeah. down Derrick Henry, and they asked him, hey, Ryan Tannehill, can you throw the ball today? And they're like, and Ryan Tannehill's like, no, I cannot today. He tried his best. He did his best. So... In that case, when Ryan Tannehill, is he worth four years, $118 million? Worth every penny. He's 30 years old. <laughs> Still. How old is he? Young for is a he 31 or 30? Oh, so it goes from 32 to 35. He ends it on his age 35 season. There is a potential out in the contract after the 2022 season. They can cut him. They will. You think they will? <laughs> they're gonna, yeah, they're, yeah. What if he wins two bowls? I don't know, man. Then they're probably going to cut him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think Ryan Zanahol is a very underrated quarterback. He led the league in QBR. and He led the league in a lot last <laughs> year, actually. <laughs> Touchdown percentage, like a bunch of efficiency stats. Like The guy was right. a f- monster last year in terms of like getting the ball down the field and scoring touchdowns and not throwing picks. Are you worried, though, that... I mean, if you're a Titans fan, are you worried that they literally just paid him for the best few starts of his life and few starts he's well, been starting like, since week nine like, okay like 12 yeah so he like i'm look best season of his life plus the playoffs are you plus paying are you paying him for an an aberration so to speak okay well look this league is very starved for quarterbacks very starved for quarterbacks that can be effective and that happens all the time so many times that like what did nick Foles will, get paid yeah, Nick Foles. That happened. Nick Foles. That Jimmy Garoppolo played a few games and boom, signed them. Crazy Biggest money. quarterback contract. Crazy money. Brock Osweiler. Crazy money. Um, yeah. And I think out time. of all those contracts that you just mentioned, I think Tannehill is the safest of the three. Yeah, probably. Because he's proven Maybe that Jimmy he can be efficient. These other guys, you know, they had good seasons. They had big games, whatever. But Tannehill is not about big games. He's about getting the ball to the end zone, whether it's with Derrick Henry or with a short slants or with an occasional wheel route. Whatever it is, the guy doesn't throw picks very often. Also he just, keeps he, the ball in the hands of the offensive players. He's also just a gamer. He's a gamer. He's he a likes winner. to win games. He wins. He'll, he'll, he'll get injured if he needs to win the game, which is a big yes. thing that a lot of quarterbacks are, struggle with, you know, like Cam Newton and all that type of shit. We're talking about being gamers and stuff. He's one of those people. So, Connor, then in that case, do you agree with Ryan that uh, the Titans are most likely to surpass the expectations? Yeah, no, I think that's what probably okay. the pick I would have gone. With I have now. a different. I have a different one. I think the Texans. They have the best QB in the division, in my opinion. Deshaun yeah. Watson. He's no Tannehill, but okay. He's the best in the division <laughs> for sure. Go on. He's for sure the best. In the division. <laughs> I mean, he's um, not Ryan Tannehill, he's, but he's, he's okay. He's not Philip Rivers, but let me tell you. <laughs> he's not Philip Rivers. 
I just realized that um, the the mere mention of Ryan Tannehill uh, on Ryan's side, the the table lifted a couple inches. Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> just a couple. <laughs> but no, I mean, look, the Texans seven, over under seven point five wins, um, and there's a reason for that. Obviously, I mean, they gave away arguably the game's best wide receiver for pennies on the dollar. Basically, scraps. Uh, I got to run it back. That's true. Uh, Actually, oh, I have a wait. question. Did they? David Johnson's good. Say that. Is he? Say that. Say that. I have a question for. I have a David Johnson related thing for we'll, him. We'll go back and forth on that one. But, <laughs> um, regardless of David Johnson, look. I mean, Texans appear to be a weaker team, but the point is, like, I mean, Deshaun Watson is one of the best QBs in the league, and if he takes another step, he could very well just lead the Texans to second division, maybe even division win. Yeah. This is not that strong a division. It's a very weak division. Probably it is. The weakest in the arguably, AFC. arguably the weakest in the league. Yeah, definitely the weakest mm. in the AFC. Yeah, if it's the weakest in the AFC, it's the weakest. The in East the is pretty shit, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'd say the East is the weaker. It's division. pretty shit now that Brady's out of it. Yeah, that does make me feel a little better. I mean, if That's you're comparing uh, apples to apples here, the best team in the AFC South is. Just as good, if not better, than the AFC East. The South is better than the East, but now I think about it. Okay. For sure. Next question. Most likely to disappoint. I had the Titans because I thought I'm worried about their regression to the mean. Potentially, you could say they had career years from their quarterback and running back. Yeah. Um, and what happens if they regress a little? Derrick Henry still being good, but not amazing. Ryan Tannehill going back to where he was in Miami, which was a serviceable guy, but not, not going like, to happen. He's the best ever. Crazy dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you're that high on a guy who's not with the Steelers, but I'm drafting this guy in my fantasy league 100. percent Ryan Tannehill's a good quarterback. This guy's so money in the bank. I don't. I don't think he's. I think he's a little pass serviceable at this point. Point is, yeah, he's very, very much pass serviceable. Point is, this is a team, the Titans, that made the AFC Championship game last year, and now they have designs to look like. Can we take the next step? Yeah. And I'm thinking, you may have already peaked. And now so you you're take saying a step back. they're not going to make the Super Bowl, therefore they're disappointing. Well, I don't think they're make the Super Bowl. What I'm saying is they may not even make the playoffs. That's disappointing. That would. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you're talking about sure. likelihood, if you're talking about likelihood, and re- if you look at regression to the mean potential, then I think the Titans could be exceptionally disappointing. They could, if they don't make the playoffs, it's a massive disappointment for them. Going from AFC Championship to missing the playoffs. Huge loss. But they were only 9-7 last year. I don't think they're going to regress the mean like that. And th- yeah, they were only 9-7, but again, they were the hottest team, the, the hottest 9-7 team I've seen yeah. in a long they, time. When Ryan Tannehill came in, they were like 3-6 and six or something. The, the, there was a culture shift, and, and, yeah. and Vrabel's a good coach, and there was a lot of instances last year he showed that he's not just like a, a defensive just guy. He actually is a genuine good head coach. I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I'm speaking out my ass here, but I'm pretty sure Ryan Tannehill only lost one game that he started in the regular season. I have no idea. I think he was on fire. Maybe two. They won seven games in a row with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I don't know. Why are we so high on Ryan? Let's stop talking about Ryan Tannehill. Let's, He's, okay, sorry. I think uh, my, I'm going to start saying, I'm, I'm my turn now. I'm going to start saying what I think the biggest bust of the division is going to be, and I think it's going to be the Colts. I was going to say the same thing. The Colts suck dick. No, no, okay, no, but actual reason. <laughs> they might. Also, uh, just to interrupt, Ryan Tannehill was 7-3. 7-3, seven and three. Seven and three, sorry. I, yeah, okay. It's pretty good. Anyway. It's pretty good. Um... Aside from that, I think the Colts, like, 
I don't think adding Philip Rivers is going to be it. Honestly, Jacoby Brissett is arguably a better quarterback. Yeah, how much better is Philip Rivers over Jacoby Brissett? Not. What's the addition? Then? Negative. <laughs> I don't think Philip Rivers is the like the the answer in any capacity. I but mean, they have talent. They do have Ty Hilton. They, they have, got, they I think, a, Jonathan... One of the best offensive line in football now, which I feel mm-hmm. so bad for Andrew Luck, because he had to break his spleen. He had to and, break his whole body for that team. Yeah, retire from the NFL. And then, then like, the year after, like, here, let's draft Quentin Nelson. The thing about Andrew Luck is he seemed to like being hit so, like, hard so well. He'd get hit, and he's like, oh, great hit. Yeah. That yeah. was just a really good The guy just play. loves football, though. He does. Like, he loves yeah, it so much. He, he lo- just understood the games about hitting, and he's like, fuck it. Yeah. It's part of my life. Until <laughs> <laughs> he retired. Um... <laughs> But I think also the Colts have uh, Jonathan Taylor, the rookie running back. I think the guy's going to be a superstar. Are you guys big on DeForest Buckner? Is anyone big on DeForest he's, Buckner? He's okay. It's like asking me if you're am I happy about my B minus grade on my math <laughs> test. Like, I think right. It could have been worse. Yeah. Well, my the Colts not, are really hot really in DeForest Buckner. <laughs> yeah. Why they paid him a lot? <laughs> they trade a lot and paid a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. Forrest Buckner's a good player. I mean, He's a not, good player. I'll take it back. Maybe not B minus. B plus. That's a good B He's plus. He's a B plus player, sure. But I mean, again, like the Colts have a ton of talent. They have Anthony Costanzo. They have Quentin Nelson. Good offensive line. And they have Jonathan Taylor, who I think is going to be a very good running back. The guy's looking already just in camp. He's looking like a real deal pro. And Philip Rivers may or may not be any good. Whatever. I mean. Has he really ever been that good, if you ask me? Philip Rivers is going to be a Hall of Famer, which fucking saddens me deeply. I, I think he will be, but my question is why? No, that's what I mean. It's, it saddens me deeply. It's because he's going to... Because you, he has tons of gonna numbers. You're going to look at the numbers, and it's like, as a career, sure. They're going to say, great. he's like a Dan Marino. No. A ton of numbers, no rings. so much ass when you actually watch him play. Like, he, he is good sometimes, and sometimes There was he's, a game last year that I watched where he just threw the game away on purpose, I think. No, there are sometimes he does. But there's also a game I watched maybe last year or the year before where he genuinely threw, like, over, like, 25 passes and he maybe missed one or two. And, like, he can have those games. Philip Rivers is still, like, one of the most accurate, if not the most accurate passer when he can just stand still. And he had a but, ton of talent catching the ball. Yeah, he's, you know, his team's good. But it's, yeah. well, the Chargers were good. But at the same time, in general, like, he's... He's got talent. He just can't fucking move at all. Uh, but he just, gives up on games, I feel like. He's, yeah, he's a shitty guy. He's a I shitty guy. Team. He wants to go home <laughs> to his family. And his by seven, the 10 kids. Midway through kids. the third quarter, he's like, I'm done with this. He, he wants to put another baby into his mother. Into <laughs> <laughs> his mother. <laughs> Let's not have him do that. The mother of his kids. <laughs> That's definitely what I meant. <laughs> okay, we're going to skip the Aaron Rodgers and Todd Gurley Award because, frankly, I don't really think they're that interesting in this division. Um, <laughs> okay, going straight to ranking teams. Connor, you go first. How do you see this division falling out? Um, after all the talk about Houston, I kind of kind of sign with you now, Chris. I think Houston's actually going to win the division. Um, I don't even think that. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, you're, no, you're, you're, okay, never mind then. Um, then I think he's going to win the division. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be number one, Houston. Uh, number two, Tennessee. Number three, uh, I guess, Indy. Fuck, Jacksonville sucks. So, yeah, three, Indy. Um, but, no, I think number one being Houston is based off just I think David Johnson is going to be a little underrated. I think David Johnson was good in Arizona. He's not amazing, but at the same time, he's better than Lamar Miller. But the guy lost his job last year. Two yeah. years ago. Was the last year? Well, he's also been injured to fuck. State that. I have a question for that. I keep okay. telling you that. Okay. <laughs> hey, Ryan, you go next. Uh, I am going to disagree. I think Titans are going to win the division. I think Texans will come second. I think the Colts will be third. And I think 
the the Jaguars are going to push to the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. I think they're going to tank almost immediately. They've already shown they are. They've shown yeah. their hand. Like, I think the Lawrence sweepstakes are going to be Panthers, Jaguars, maybe a couple other teams. But I think the Jaguars are going to push very hard. Their owner is very uh, high on uh, Trevor Lawrence. Do you think their owner could put Jacksonville on a map if you showed him just a blank Florida slate? <laughs> I, I, mean, don't even know he, I don't think he knows the team. Is I think he, I think he only he could knows probably, London. He could <laughs> probably point out Florida. <laughs> Maybe not Jacksonville. It's in Mississippi. No, sir, that's Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, just to be contrarian, I guess, I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, You're taking the Colts to win that division. Win the division. I am. Over the Texans, over the Titans. Yes. Wow. Because wow. That's a hot take. I thought I'd have hot takes today. Wow. I just think Phil Rivers is going to have a good time. I think he's got some good weapons. I think he's going to enjoy being in a new environment. A lot of people are doubting him. I think Phil Rivers is the exact type of guy who put a chip on his shoulder. He's going to put up big yards and also make a new baby. Um, He'll over but, under on kids that Philip Rivers is going to have this year. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's not impossible. But I think we, I, like got I, said, Texans, I got the Texans going second, Titans going third. What do you think the Titans are going to finish? What's their record? Seven and nine. Wow. That's pretty fucking disrespectful. That's pretty disrespectful for the AFC championship team. I'm going well, with you know big like, regression to the meme. I don't... The you meme. Regression don't, to the meme? What, what do you mean? mean? What meme are they regression to? This Ryan is the first Hill. fucking year together. You're I'm, talking to Ryan Tannehill <laughs> going back to Miami numbers? Like, that's not who he yeah, is just, in Tennessee. Why would he do that? He's got a new coach, new new system. Like, it's saying like, Drew Brees is going to regress to his San Diego days. Why? Well, why? Yeah, <laughs> there's a greater sample size to suggest that Drew Brees is sample not. Si- I agree. So, okay, fine, there is whatever. a very little sample size with Ryan Tannehill. He kind of seems like he just came out of nowhere. Um, I think this guy's been around. No, fair. No, I get what you're saying. There will be some. Reg- I think there will be some natural regression. They're not going to be in the AFC Championship again. But I still think, in general, they're not going to regress to the mean of Ryan Tannehill being like a serviceable quarterback, like borderline Look, getting up. cut, literally cut. Yeah, he won't be cut again in that sense. Look, I, don't know. I mean, this team went nine and seven with like some guys putting up huge numbers. Um, they went seven. Yeah, they three. went nine and seven, but Ryan Tannehill went seven. They went seven. Look, I'm trying Tannehill. to be a little contrarian. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you can't blame the Titans for the the games they lost without Ryan Tannehill. I can. That's I a different team. Um, and the Jaguars going team. number four. Who, who Jaguars going to go to who, who was their starter last year? Mariota? Oh, uh, yeah. No, is he not? No, no, he just signed this year. So okay, yeah, we're going to move on to uh, just, we're going to go straight to the biggest bitch of this division. Um, I have Bill O'Brien because Ugh. he made the most garbage trade. I don't think there's any <laughs> arguments here. I, I, it's yeah. obviously Bill O'Brien. What an idiot. Like yeah. the guy, it's not like it's like a one-time bad. This guy's made many, many bad moves like that. Well, not only that, you do realize that the Vikings got more for Stefan Diggs than the, yeah. than the Houston Texans got for DeAndre Hopkins. Absolutely. I don't know what they thought was going to happen there. I think Bill O'Brien is living in like 2017, where David Johnson's like the elite running back. Or was it 2016? David Johnson's a really talented guy, but where the fuck is he? Is he still? Okay, well, here's... I don't know. Okay, fine. We're going to go to miscellaneous <laughs> questions, and I'll just jump to the, the David Johnson one. Health aside, is David Johnson the most talented running back in this division? You mean outside of Derrick Henry? Well, no, of course. I mean Derrick, Derrick Henry included. The answer is no. <laughs> of course <laughs> not. Derrick Henry might be the most talented running back in football. In the league, yeah. 
David Johnson had some really, really good I would say David Johnson is the third most talented running back. I'd say Jonathan Taylor is going to be better than David Johnson this year. Aggressive? I I think it's aggressive, absolutely. It's a hot take, but I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be a very good running back. And obviously Derrick Henry is the best running back in the division, maybe in the league. Derrick Henry is so hands down, so close. But um, no, I think David Johnson is way better than I think you're giving him credit for. David Johnson can still do it all. Did he? Did he do it all in Arizona? For the five weeks that he lost his yeah, job I mean. to a rookie. Which rookie? Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds had, was good. Okay. Was he better than David Johnson? Yes. Apparently. Okay. Is Chase Edmonds better than David Johnson? Well, now Kenyon Drake's the best one there. Yeah, Kenyon Drake. Apparently. Who was a, basically a backup. Uh. <laughs> I'm just saying that David Johnson went from literally like the third pick in your fantasy league. Yeah. Like one year to trash to to trash, yeah, and I'm saying, but health aside, he's a pretty good guy. I just yeah, I agree. Well, how old is he? Do we know his age? Is he like thirty? No oh. one knows his age. <laughs> it's it's unknown. You look it up, it just says unknown. There's too many David Johnson in the world. David Johnson is 28. He's Dylan's age. He's born uh, 15 days before Dylan. That's For those who don't know, Dylan is the third Petrovsky. He'll he'll be on the NFC podcast. That tomorrow. is true. Okay, moving on. Next question. Is Houston destined to waste away Deshaun Watson's talent? Just a yes or no. I don't think so. Yes. You do? Yes. Why? Bill (laughs) (laughs) O'Brien. He's definitely going to be fired. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, I think Bill O'Brien will be fired after this year. I think if the Texans don't go 11-5, and they're going to fire Bill O'Brien. Next question. This one's a little long-winded. So Derrick Henry signed recently a four-year, $50 million extension starting this year at his age 26 season, and it ends in, after the 2023 season where he'll be entering as a UFA at his age 30 season. My question is, over under 2.5 more years with the Titans for Derrick Henry. I, I think he's going to fill out his contract. I think so too. Does it change your mind that he has contractual out like a specific contractual out Is clause. Is it a player option or a team option? It's a team contractual out where they can get out of it after the 2021 season. So after two more years, they can get out of it with minimal dead money left, or they can play him for his age 28 and 29 seasons as well at a $12 million cap hit. My question is, does Tennessee just ride the shit out of him yeah. for the next two years? They will. That's and then for his age... 20, 28 and 29 season cut him and be like yep yeah, well we're done with you that's who Joe it is that's, that's what happened to DeMarco Murray that's yes. why I say 2.5 so like if it's three if you say over then he's going for the rest of his contract if you say over. under then he's just gonna play the next two gonna, I think they're gonna keep him I don't know I think they're gonna, they might DeMarco Murray depending on how much they want to keep pushing for the finals if well the question team, is the question is uh, how good is his body Will his body withstand another two years of this damage? He led the year. He led the league last year in uh, rush attempts, three hundred and three. Um, he's probably poised. How to many lead. total touches? Um, probably close to I don't know. I want to say close to four hundred. He he's lot not of... getting a hundred receptions, dude. It's gonna be three fifty. Wait, how many? How many carries? Three hundred three carries. Three hundred three. Three fifty. Zeke. Zeke has also led the league a decent amount, but Zeke was two behind him, three hundred one. But I think Derrick Henry is poised to be number one or two this Derrick year. Derrick Henry will be number one. Yeah, you don't think you don't think Mike McCarthy is going to feed the shit out of Zeke? He will. 
this year. Hold on, hold on. Cowboys have a very good passing offense. They're both going to be fed, but I think I think they're kind of going to be fed a little more. Maybe. Yeah, I think okay, Henry's going to be fed a little more. The the Cowboys have receivers. They're going to throw the ball. We will. The, the, yeah. I think that's... total touches equal have more. I think rush attempts, Henry will have more. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So over under. Over under. I say over. I think uh, Henry stays. I think he's going to honestly. I think they might marry him. I think they're going to try and push as hard as they can for the next two years to win. And Burn they're gonna, his legs. They're going to run him 350 times every year. And then by the third year, even by the end of the second year, he's going to see he's going to be worn. And then at the end of that. My question is, why would Henry agree to this contract? Like, it's obvious what the team is. Pretty high guarantee. Win. High guarantee, but so, still. It's so like, late in his career. It's, it's, not his, it's not right after his rookie contract. I don't know. Running backs aren't getting that much, man. You they're like, not getting that much. That's fair, but... Why would he agree to a contract where the team could cut him after two years? They know he knows what they're gonna do. He knows what they're gonna do to his legs. He's confident in his body. He's exactly. He's confident that his body can withstand another two and a half years of this shit. Well, all it has to withstand is his year twenty six this year and next year. If he survives this year and next year, good. Then they can keep him, and then he's home free for the next two years. Yes. It's better than if they had contractual out after last year. Then he was definitely gonna be cut before twenty nine. I think it's like there's probably give and take here. He's just wondering whether they're yeah. gonna run him to the ground the next two years. They will. They're gonna run him into the ground every year. I don't care if it's his year but thirty is he gonna, contract. Well, they're gonna run him a ton, but is he going to be in the ground or is he, is he the type of guy who's gonna be able to withstand it? Well, the thing is, his body is built differently than most running backs yeah. we've seen in the league. That guy is a solid human being. He's tall. He's heavy. He's thick. He's Bigger than most linebackers. And then the New York Jets are going to see him as a 30-year-old and be like, yeah, we'll pay you a ton of money. Yeah, We're yeah, going to pair yeah. you up with Le'Veon Bell, who's 100 years old. Let's win back, a Super Bowl. They're going to bring back LaDainian right, Tomlinson. Well, actually, it would be right after Le'Veon Bell <laughs> expired. And then it's like, yep, Derek Henry. Then they're going to resign. Um, last question. Is Gardner Minshew the next Ryan Fitzpatrick? No. no. Gardner Minshew has way too many balls to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, like, not, not even More that. than two? or No, he's no. got more than five. Yeah. So I, I, one thing about the re, the reason why Ryan Fitzpatrick has lasted so long being like a traveling whatever quarterback, the journeyman, journeyman, it's because he he's so goddamn smart. Like the guy's a, that's what I said. He's a genius. So you, aside from being a Harvard grad, everyone talks about that. Like yeah, I mean, you can just watch him and like he's he's very aware of what he's doing. He executes he, the game plan. He, he knows what he's doing. Whereas every time Garner Minshew is the opposite. Actually, he snaps the ball and it looks like he's just kind of looking around. Like he's not a smart Matt guy. Saracen and Friday Night Lights. You yeah. know, he's just kind of making. He's shit an improviser. Happen. He yeah. just does things. You know, he makes shit happen. No, yeah. Whereas Ryan Fitzpatrick is very much a smart player. Very little physical talent in Ryan Fitzpatrick. He does not have a good almost arm. none. <laughs> almost none. He's not a very fast guy, but he'll make plays with his legs. But he's not quick. He doesn't have a good arm, but he'll make plays down the field. Whereas Gardner Minshew has like kind of a little bit of physical talent. He's, but the thing not, is, is his talent is in his gigantic balls. Yeah, his massive coulons. He will make stupid ass throws to DJ Chark down the field, and somehow he comes down with the ball. Okay, yeah. then maybe let me rephrase this. I mean, why I gave that uh, comparison is like, is Gardner Minshew's eventual destiny to be an overqualified backup and a fringe starter or do you think he's actually like a legit starter in this league for a team i think garner Minshew's eventual outcome is we won't be talking about garner Minshew much in the next two years you think so garner Minshew's not that good for quarterback guys yeah i think he's pretty bad I, I, he's bad oh well, yeah. he's not bad he's but he's not bad. good I, I like i like garner i think he's fun wouldn't to watch. you kill to have him as a back quarterback 
I mean, yeah, maybe, but at the same time, I killed to have him as a back quarterback. He's pretty inaccurate. Like he's about as good as goddamn Devlin Hodges out there. Like I watch, no. I watch Devlin Hodges and I watch Gardner Minshew, and genuinely, I think they're both about uh, maybe Devs is a little worse, but like they're both not ready to be quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay, well, we are done with that division, and now we are going to go Thank to God, the division the sucks, division, <laughs> which is the AFC West: Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. Raiders. This division's a lot better. <laughs> so Chiefs, not surprising, they are the awesome favorite to win this division. 11.5 wins by our Odd Sharks over under. And this is interesting, actually. Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Odd Shark has them all at 7.5 wins. Wait, sorry, who was the favorite? The Chiefs. What do you think? <laughs> well, okay, so now what was their over under? 11.5. And everyone else was at what? 7.5. Oof. We okay. are going to move away from these team-based questions because they are taking a long time other than rank the teams. Connor, you can go first. Rank these teams in order. I assume you have the Chiefs number one, but how do you see the next three um, going? What an assumption. Yeah, Chargers. <laughs> no, have I, you seen the Raiders? This yeah, year? Are you crazy? Actually, I've been super high on the Raiders. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to go Chiefs are over that 11-5 mark. Um and then I'm going to go with... Oh, this is a tough one because they're all so mediocre. I, 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 I'm going to go with the Raiders. Wow. I know. It's crazy wow. talk. I, I want to go crazy tonight. Let's, let's go wild. Let's go a little kooky. Let's have another drink. Let's let <laughs> <it> loose. <laughs> but uh, so I'm going to go Vegas number two. Um, then Denver three. And then Chargers first. Sounds like you're Chargers struggling for like fourth. <laughs> sounds like you're like struggling to literally remember the teams there. No, I'm, I'm trying to because they're all like it's hard to d- differentiate. They're all so right. equal. They're all very equal. So th- th- that's why the hardest okay. the same record. Do you want to know something funny? Like when I was reading the um, Sports Illustrated previews for each of these teams, they go to like their local beat reporter who writes the thing. Other than the Chiefs, where the guy said they were going to go 14 and two, every other guy for. Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, like, ah, 10-6. So apparently, we're going to have a division Not likely. of 14-2 and two, and then three teams <laughs> of 10-6. Of and and Not too shabby. It's a good division. This is low-key the best division in the league. Impossibly good. <laughs> okay, Ryan, your turn. How do you rank these teams? Uh, I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to go 12-4. and four. I Conservative, think but probably fair. Conservative, but yeah, I think they're good. But, you know, they're not going to blow the tits off the league. I think the second... I think you said the Raiders are going to be second. I disagree. I think the Broncos are going to come second. They have a lot of That's talent. That's just as hot a take. That's a hot That's take. That's just as hot a take. It's a very hot take. I think the Broncos are going to push for a wild card spot. I think Crazy. Drew Locke is going to develop very quickly. I think Melvin Gordon is going to step into that role. They're running Drew back Drew Locke is a glorified Gardner Minshew. I'm talking. Drew Locke is Drew Locke. Is Drew Locke. <laughs> They, you know, they say he has a body part of a horse. <laughs> Drew His Locke, hands are the size of horses. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a very good quarterback. He's a quick thinking guy. He's got a fantastic arm. And what does he have? He has a really good running back core. He's got Melvin Gordon. He's got Phil Lindsay. Two oh pro God. bowlers. Two pro bowlers in the backfield. Phil Lindsay sucks. Melvin Gordon, and a, good a former a former pro bowler. <laughs> Melvin Gordon actually might be good this year. Who knows? Who's their defense? Who, who linebackers do they have? They have Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. They got good Both defense. superstars. They got a good defense, me. even aside from that. Even, the, even outside the linebackers, they have a really good defense. So I think they're going to come easily second. I think the mm. Chargers are going to come third. Gross. 
I think the Chargers with Justin Herbert under center. I was going to say. Tyrod Taylor is going to lose his job week four. Justin Herbert is going to come in and light the league on fire. Justin Herbert might be another Josh Rosen situation. See, Josh Rosen got cut today. Yeah, Josh Rosen is a so kind of a disaster. I feel bad for the guy. I, I really liked him coming into the league. Never got a chance. He's he never had a chance. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna butt in here, and I actually agree with Ryan. I have the exact same ranking. I have Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, except I don't see any team in this division other than the, uh, other than the Chiefs making the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Start bench cut: Drew Locke, Tyrod Taylor, Derek Carr. Ryan, you go first. Uh, starting Drew Locke with his massive, massive game <laughs> talent. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bench Tyrod. I think Tyrod's a good backup. I'll cut Derek Carr because what has Derek Carr done lately to inspire any confidence? Not much. Tyrod Taylor is very mobile still. He can. I mean, he's not exactly a superstar, but as a back quarterback, he's okay. And Derek Carr is, like, not someone useful on a team that's pushing for a championship. I hate the way you look at this question about, like, actually looking for the backup. Who, who's the best backup is my second yeah, question. It's open-ended. Weird, you can do it as I you know, want. I know, but it's just a weird way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go the normal way, and I'm just going to rank them. <laughs> so... <laughs> I would honestly start Derek Carr, you fucking asshole. I think you over Drew Lock. Drew Lock sucks. Okay, it's a lot. Drew Lock doesn't suck, but I would I would then rank Drew Lock number two, bench I guess that would be, and then I would cut Tyrod. Why? Because we've what seen. What has Tyrod, Tyrod done to offend you lately? N- nothing. Exactly. Tyrod, so why you cut him? But we've seen Tyrod. We know Tyrod. The guys, oh, and he it's really like, isn't that good. Okay, moving forward. Who's the biggest bitch in this division? Patty Mahomes. Why you guys think Patty Mahomes? Ooh. Fuck Patty Mahomes. <laughs> that's good. That's good reasoning. Right. <laughs> I was gonna go with Marcus Mariota. What? Why? He's actually a nice guy. Like that guy. He's a super nice dude. <laughs> Former number two pick gets benched for a has been in Ryan Tannehill, then goes to Las Vegas <laughs> and gets been. benched for Derek Carr. Never invite me back to the he show. He gets Call, benched. You called Ryan Tannehill a has been. Do more research been. about Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> He's not that bad. He's yeah, a future bitch. That's true. I He's mean, really like, not that bad. If you look at how, like, how, how, like, his numbers as a whole, he did pretty, like, game manager. Like, yeah, he was bad look, in Miami sometimes. Look, in hindsight, but, like, everyone like, would in be. hindsight, maybe I would change Marcus Mariota, but I put him down when I originally <laughs> did this, and I'm going to stick to the answer for diversity's sake. <laughs> We're going to miscellaneous cues. Over under 0.5 Super Bowls for this Chiefs team. 0.5? As in, they've already they won have one. one. No, <laughs> 0.5 more, goddammit. <laughs> well, oh, do you think they'll win another one? Ring? Yes. yes. They will win one more ring. And okay, they, what do you mean by all, this team? Then they'll all disband this core, like a I mean, boy like, band. So, I mean, the guy... So, like, if Tyreek Hill leaves and they win another one, does that count? Yes. No, no Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid. Are you Reed asking Patty Mahomes? The team is Andy no, Reid and Patty well, Mahomes. That's the dynamic. I have a Patty Mahomes... That's the question. No, I have a Patty Mahomes question, but, like... We're going to go with the team that's centered around, like, Patty Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. No, but, like, even at the Patriots, like, like, you look at dynasties. A dynasty is connected to the quarterback quarterback and and the coach. coach. The receivers and everybody else are more expendable. It's the coach and the quarterback. Fine. The dynasty is Mahomes. Are we talking about if Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid together will win one more Super Bowl? Yes. They will. The guy's a goddamn freak. Probably one of the most... We're going to talk about talent. Probably one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen. 
One of. One of. I didn't say one of. Yeah. Sure. But <laughs> with one, one of, the, of also maybe the most talented quarterback I've ever seen has only won one ring. Fair. But w- that quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is who we're talking about. That's who we're talking about. Uh, um, doesn't have <laughs> the same type of coaching that Andy Reid is. Andy Reid is, Andy Reed is, is a, way is better a coach than Mike McCarthy. Kind of animal. It's not even fucking close. You guys mentioned something that kind of like was another question I had. Who ultimately has the better career? Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes? Aaron Rodgers. No, it's already done. Patrick Mahomes. Why? Their first. Okay, so Patrick, wait, 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 let me let me just finish. Their right first now, two years finish. as starters. Aaron Rodgers, oh. eight thousand four hundred seventy-two yards, fifty-two TDs, twenty interceptions, sixty-four point three completion rating. This Mahomes, a, it's different, different, it's different time. It's very understat. Different time. Yeah, it is different time. Very Still, understat. you can kind of compare it a little bit, but Mahomes. But they're, they've all, 9,128 yards, so more yards, 76 TDs, 18 interceptions, 65.9 completion rating. In your opinion, who has a better career? I think Aaron Rodgers will have a better career. He is a more complete quarterback, if you ask me. I think Patty Mahomes is not necessarily a flash in a pan. I think that's very reductionist, but I think he is... But... but <laughs> I think he's not as good as people think he is. That's crazy. What do you mean he's not as good as people think he is? I the, think the, the, he's going to regress. They think he's the best quarterback in you football. You know, you and I had a bet last year about how many touchdowns he would throw, and I took a very conservative like well, you, the number. Over, the over-under was 40, and he threw 37. Did he throw 37 last year? He threw 37. After he sprained his ankle, dislocated his kneecap. Man, he yeah. threw Well, you dot. were wrong. Whatever, sure, I was wrong. What do you want to do? Do you want to do another bet on him he, this year? He also missed a couple weeks last you year. You said the over-under this year. I'll take uh, another bet on him. It's, it's just injury dependent. I'll still, take your money. I, I still say 40. He does 40 every year. I'll take year. under. You're going to take... It's just injury dependent. It's 100%. Assuming, assuming full health, 16-game season. Is it 16? Is it 17 16, games? 16-game 16 16 season. Yeah, it's still 16 games. Yeah. 17 weeks. Yeah. Um, assuming full health, 16-game season, what 40. would be the over-under on the touchdowns? 40. I took the under. Really? I took the under. I, I, I would probably smash the over on that. No, yeah, anything above that's crazy. You know, forty is a lot of touchdowns, guys. Yeah, that's I know. What I, mean. that's I know. What, that's like, what I a lot of a lot of leagues don't have more. Like a lot of seasons don't have more than forty touchdown I, passes. I just I just said that. I said forty is crazy talk. Like if you get a, he's gonna get like forty two. Thirty seven. He got thirty seven, and he had like a down year. What do you mean a down? He year? missed the two he games. He wasn't as good as his fifty touchdown season. He missed two season. games. So oh, we missed two games. That's so, fucking six touchdowns at least. Six touchdowns at least. So you least. guys also don't think then that... <laughs> yes. uh, if he throws three touchdowns well, a game, that's what he he's does. throwing over 50. Okay, but he got pretty damn close. He, and, he, and he even does... He, the year before, he threw 50. How many times has Aaron Rodgers thrown 50? Zero. Exactly. Okay. So then... Hold on. <laughs> hold on. So Aaron you're telling me Patty Mahomes... Aaron Rodgers... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Aaron Rodgers does not have the talent that Pat Mahomes does around him, including Andy Reid. Holy as a shit. Fair. But at the same time, Patty Mahomes is just... At least... We, he, that wasn't the question. He asked you who's going to have a better career. Who's going to have a better... Who has the best career? Tom Brady. He's not the most talented guy. Okay, fine. That's... Yeah. The that's question was who's going to have a better career. Maybe I'm Patty answering Mah- the wrong question. Patty Mahomes has already had uh, arguably a better career. Has as many rings, as many MVPs. Uh, it's more... Whoa, whoa. But the thing about like... Look, Aaron Rodgers in the third season got... Third season as a starter got a ring. And then he just hasn't had one since. Yeah. So like, you don't know what's going to happen since. And like... 
And next. also, they sat his but, ass but, for but, a long time. But I, I just, yeah. but like, like, let's like look at their legacies Point. beside each other. They both have one ring. Mm-hmm. They both have one MVP. They've one thrown for fifty touchdowns in a season. One thrown for forty six. Right. As long as Patty Mahomes keeps it up, it's not even close. It's done. Patty Mahomes. What if Aaron Rodgers wins Mahomes, one more ring? Then it's then it's a different <laughs> argument now. I don't think. I mean. For those listeners out there, I'm a Packers fan, and I don't see that happening. Why? I, I could see they it went to the happening. NFC Championship last year. They went year. to the NFC Championship last yeah, year. They were one uh, game away from the Stranger dance. things have happened. That's true. I just the fuck. I don't, when I don't you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, anything is possible. The guy is a superstar. He's Even great, if he's 50 years old, the guy is a friggin' superstar. And you have Jordan Love, guys. I don't, I got look, I don't <laughs> have Jordan Love. And they've got necessarily Alan Lazard. I don't necessarily believe that the management of the team is going to put all their chips in to like try to make a championship a championship team for Aaron Rodgers in the last years. That's all I'm saying. They've already shown they're not going to try and do that by exactly. drafting Jordan Love. But that's not what Ryan's saying. Ryan's saying is when you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, you never fucking know. You yeah, can ha- you, you can count that guy out. You can have a shitty team, which they did last year, and you can which still they've make had it almost the, every year he's been on the team. They still became they they got the fucking buy. Then they made it to the NFC Championship, and they lost to the San Francisco Niners, who were the goddamn best defense we've seen in like five years. It's gonna happen. Rough. Sometimes, Shit you, sometimes you lose. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Well, They're a good team. Interesting. They're so. a good good player. Aaron Rodgers is a good player. Hot take. <laughs> yeah, hot take. So, wait. <laughs> so just finish up on that point. Yes or no on better career? Uh yeah, hundred percent. Already already does. I'd say a twenty percent chance Patty Mahomes is a better career That's than Aaron Rodgers. He already so does. No, just just no, just pretty much no. <laughs> okay, um, over under four point five starts for Justin Herbert this year. Over. Yeah, probably over because they're gonna be shitty. They're they're gonna have a rough start. Tyrod Taylor is gonna get benched in week five or six, and Justin Herbert's gonna take over, and I think he'll be effective. Okay. And uh, I don't really have a point uh, opinion on Justin Herbert. Uh, we'll just finish off on this for the AFC then. Las Vegas Raiders. Best or worst home field advantage, oh in your opinion? Oh, my God. So, Definitely the worst home field advantage. Yeah, no, so here no, is the way, like, there's two ways of thinking this. One, these guys are in Las Vegas, but they're used to it. This is the Raiders players. So they take it easy. But the guys coming in, they're only there for a week. And like, oh, shit, we're in Vegas. Maybe enough of them go out. They're kind of hungover, not feeling too good for that Sunday game. Boom, you're winning that home game. Or this workout where they're going in for that week, we're going to be professional, whereas the Vegas players, they're there all the time. Maybe they get some connects. Maybe they crack every so often. Boom, they're gambling. They're partying. They're not focused. Have you ever been to Vegas? I have. There's no off-season in Vegas. There's no like, oh, I live here. Let's like take a week off or take two weeks off. No. They're going to be partying every weekend. No, they're not. No, they're not, man. Yes, they are. I was actually in Vegas for the Super Bowl. And what I saw when I was walking through the Vegas like casinos was they were not stopping gambling. In <laughs> fact, don't. what they did was they just had their phone like this, which for the listeners out there is like just in front of them. They weren't even looking at what they were gambling. <laughs> they, they were just watching their phones as they're pulling the lever slash putting the, pushing the button. Also, that's so like... By the way, like for slots and everything, it's so just not that that enthusiastic no. to like push a fucking button. I yeah, like to pull and you know the machine's fucking you over too. Like it's it's yeah. built to screw you. Whereas if you play the cards, at least you have like the odds of the cards in your yeah. favor. My favorite 
game that I saw there, like favorite as in like the most amusing game I saw when I was watching, was the virtual horse racing. <laughs> that was so cool. Where like literally they have like an animatronic track, and then every different round they put new odds on the horses, and guys just bet. And then they watch these animatronic horses run around the track. And there's also like a graphic up top if you want a little more excitement. And they're like, come on, you fucking like number three. <laughs> he a little robot glitching. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all set up to take your money. Yeah, well, no shit. Whenever a horse gets the most money, they that horse loses. Loses for sure. That's a heavy <laughs> horse. Got a lot of weight on him. <laughs> a lot of cash. And they all lose. <laughs> as per usual. And, and the rabbit wins again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, okay, but, yeah, so best or worst home field advantage? I honestly think the worst. I think they're gonna have trouble. I don't think I, mean, I don't think they're gonna be like wasted every game or anything. But like, Derek Carr shows up on the field is he yakking <laughs> everywhere. We need Mariota. He's also yakking. <laughs> no, I think they're gonna have uh, not necessarily trouble with game day situations, but I think that during the week, in terms of preparation, they're gonna be a little less focused than other teams. I don't know, man. Like, I don't think that's going to be an issue. I don't think Vegas is going to be that big. I think these stars aren't, like, that destroyed by, like... They, they, they party wherever the fuck they are. Yeah, but Vegas parties more than every other city. No, that's fair. It's, it's going to... Maybe not more than every other city. I think it's going to be, like, New York, but a little... No, hold on. Tame. With COVID, they do, because Vegas is open. Everywhere's open. open. For, not really. Kind of. They're, they're trying to, like... Yeah, but really Vegas man. is open, but it's not. As, it's still not as open as it could be. Yeah, it's still down. I mean, maybe this is the best year for the Raiders to like focus up, and then the next year's they party. That stadium looks gorgeous, by the way. I drove past it. Oh my god! It yeah. is like state of the art. It looks like a Death Star, yeah. <laughs> just in the middle of the fucking desert. They have the Super Bowl coming there soon, eh? Okay, well, didn't really answer the question, but uh, that's it. I did answer the question, but okay. I yeah, did answer yeah, the question right. as well. I think it's not going to be that big of an issue. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> the answer is no. That's it. That's the, the AFC preview. Um, we'll come back soon with the NFC preview. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chris. This Appreciate is, being on. This was fun. Thank you for this.